1: Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL Podcast Draft Edition 2019. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios and a uh, forlorn Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain.
0: Joining me is Adam Rosenbarks mm, And mm, uh, mm. it's a sad, it's a sad note to start off with. We don't, uh, you know, we're usually up and about. You and I, try to keep as, it up beat, Yeah. As soon as we found this news, we flew you straight down from Rod Carter Studios because we had to be in the same place to not only talk about the news but to. to co- Uh, comfort each other yeah we had to kind of uh get around
1: each other i think you'll find the phrase is
0: and i I understand i always mocked it when people said get around each other but now that you know it's more pertinent than ever yeah Yeah. when you get devastating news like this you know what the words really mean exactly and just to think that gatorade will no longer be associated with our great game to hear it to hear you say it out loud actually makes it hurt even more. Yeah, it, it wasn't real until now, until I saw your face this morning. Just mm. when I met and you, and I wasn't the, wet. Yeah, when I <laughs> <laughs> when I met you at the airport. When I you the airport, and I usually give you a bukkake at the <laughs> airport. That's the way that, a traditional thing. And I got there and I was just like, "What it just? What do you use?" What it just made no sense. Yeah, it's it's. So what they've done? They've
1: they've withdrawn their sponsorship of the AFL because Gatorade are trying to save money. They say that the sports drink market is failing. It's failing at it, but the failing
0: that, sports drink market—that's what Trump would but hang say. Hang on, what? what all the right,
2: failing sports drink
0: market. <laughs> let's break this down because more and more people are taking up uh, physical activity. Mm-hmm. F forty five is huge. Everyone's—you know—you look on Instagram, everyone is doing some sort I'm of. I'm boot camping seven days a week. How are they replenishing mm. these lost uh, electrolytes? I mean, they'd be foolish to use water. That, well, well, that it doesn't, that, that, do that a doesn't thing. work. This has been proven that doesn't work. Absolutely, I've seen the ads. Gatorade it doesn't rehydrates
1: work. better with heaps of sugar. <laughs> And, and funny little colours. so you know, everyone loves a blue drink, don't they?
0: Well, that, that's the only way I know to recover properly is if my drink is purple. So they, they put out... As nature intended. So they, they provided the uh, Gatorade
1: people, as we know. Obviously, we see the Gatorade pukakis mm. at the end of the game. Yeah. And they provide the uh, drinks during the game. Mm. I think it was Josh Gibson. He used to drink about six or seven bottles on the, day, on the night before the game. Something like that.
0: That's an incredible amount of sugar to take into your body. I
1: hope he did it through a straw so it wasn't going through his teeth. Don't want to hurt. Are oh, you worried about his teeth? I'm worried about his beautiful smile.
0: Oh, how yeah. how is
1: Josh Gibson gonna meet a lady? Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> if, if he doesn't have are, perfect
0: teeth, if his teeth are <laughs> rotting from the inside, that's a very good point.
1: So they pulled the sponsorship, but they say mm. actually, and this is good
0: news, Adam. So it's not a, it's not completely because. Because currently the flags are at half mast. <laughs> Wayne Jackson a Should I put, put them back up?
1: Well, they say the AFL clubs can still... They're still allowed to buy Gatorade. Oh, okay? whoa, whoa.
2: whoa.
1: <laughs> no one's fucking paying for it. <laughs> oh, that's the thing, though. What a, what a nice gesture from Gatorade. They can say, look, we're not going to provide it to you for free. For free but, but, hey, yeah. if you want to, yeah. you're allowed to buy it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> As no, there's, if there's going to be a law against them buying it in the geez, first place. that is generous from them. It's so nice. So how many bottles do you reckon they go through in a game... What do you reckon? Would each player maybe have two or three? Well, I was going to say, say for a club there'd on be some a day... People, there'd be some people who wouldn't have it. Like, they just do water or whatever.
0: No, I don't reckon they would. I reckon almost every player would have... In their contract, Gatorade? Well, not in their contract. It's just that's what they drink. That's what they do. It's just there. So it's in every water bottle that you grab a drink from. Because remember there's some. Um, Maybe you see players grab the two bottles and they'll have a squirt from one and a squirt from another. Yeah, do you think that's a Gatorade bottle? I think one of them contains Gatorade. Do you really? Do you think they contain water?
1: I don't, re- I've never really thought about seeing them having two, two bottles. So, alright, just say they take a drink from one bottle. Do you think it's water? Uh, yeah, that's, that's yeah. well yes, I do.
0: I've never really tested that theory. Okay. But I would have thought it was water. Do you want to shot a Gatorade during a game? Yeah, well, I thought if you need, yeah, sometimes you know when you're running long sugar because at half time they might go in and drink uh, and grab some snakes. Yeah, sure. So they do need a sugar intake. Smack some petrol. Uh, yeah, pe- petrol. <laughs> petrol. Oh, well, where did that Pre- come from? Pretzels. <laughs> yeah. Or smash some petrol around. Are pretzels. Up to you.
1: Pretzels. Do you think would not be a great snack by the fact if they're salted? That was post game. Oh, okay, got you So that was get, to replenish get the salts, baking, yeah. salts that The okay.
0: electrolytes That's the electrolytes Leaving your body Which I thought Gatorade replaced Okay, so yeah So we're sad, we're sad What's well, very sad Say so, say you're a, an incoming uh, A player is just about to be drafted mm-hmm. Okay You're Matt Rowell And Noah Anderson mm-hmm. Do you say I don't want to play AFL footy anymore Because the one thing All I wanted was after the first win Was the free Gatorade Was a Gatorade Bukaki Yeah, gotcha That's, that's as a young boy That's what you I dream of that, Yeah
1: When I was a little kid I dreamed that mm. by the time I was about 35 or so, yep. that there'd be Gatorade pukakis in the AFL.
0: Okay. Yeah, that, and, that's and the dream I had. Yeah, when yeah. I was a
1: little kid going to Princess Park, you know, they walked off the ground. You can kind of maybe see them do the song yeah. on the TV You probably wrote a letter to Ross Oakley saying, <laughs> hey, mate, have you ever thought about getting
0: a sports drink and tipping it over people's heads? And he wrote back at media going, look, can you stop <laughs> sending me letters? Where are your parents? And you're a fucking idiot. So Gatorade Bukaki, it may not be over, but the club will have to pay for them. What about the first person who did the, the first ever Gatorade Bukaki? Where's so, their statue? Yeah, because you're standing there and then someone just tips a bottle of Gatorade <laughs> over head you and you're like, what the <laughs> fuck are, are you doing, mate? Mate. <laughs> I just had a win. I'm, I'm fucking happy. And now. <laughs> now I'm you've, sticky. You've ruined my hair. <laughs> Someone's got to mop this up. Probably the boot stutter. I'm blue.
1: Yeah. Waste of time. And then also doesn't, don't they usually uh, gets in their eyes and they don't like it anyway.
0: Yeah. Well, you notice the one thing that in uh, American sports now, they celebrate so hard with champagne afterwards. And they, they put the goggles, goggles on, yeah. So yeah. maybe, perhaps.
1: Yeah, because that would be that's really painful, the uh, champagne in the eye. It would burn. Have mm. you had it? Yeah, yeah, because I won a World Series in 2011.
0: Okay, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I did you, well. You kept that
1: quiet. <laughs> I kept it on low down.
0: But if you're a new player and you go, well, I... First, I, want, I don't want to pay for it. Mm. I'm only on, I'm on rookie wages. Yeah, I'm on 90 like,
1: grand or whatever, yeah. I can't I, ca- I can't that. live on that.
0: <laughs> I can't afford that. Because, I mean, maybe that's why... Um, I can't
1: live on that while living at my home with mum and dad.
0: Exactly. Imagine Xavier Richards. Oh, mate. Nightmare. He, he couldn't even afford to live in Sydney. <laughs> he can't afford to live in Sydney and buy his own Gatorade. Yeah. I mean, the man only has one yacht. It's yeah, a nightmare. Right.
1: It's, it's tough.
0: So what other, what other things can
1: we do then? What, kind of, what other fluids can we use to celebrate a rookie uh, win? Well,
0: why don't you, you go back to the good old-fashioned, fucking what we grew up on, cordial.
1: Oh, okay. So you've gotcha. got your
0: footy cordial, which is not sticky at all because mm-hmm. it's one part cordial to 350 billion parts water. Remember the footy cordial? You'd be there and you're like, there was a hint of lemon in the background?
1: Yeah, they'd save, they'd save a little bit on money, I think. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Uh, or, or, or champagne. Why not champagne? Well, you're celebrating. Does that send a bad sign if you're sh- you know, busting open the champagne after round two? Or in Carlton's case, after round 17?
0: <laughs> no, zero and eight was the worst we went. So we're a very good team, mate. We're fl- we're flying at the moment. Cartler in a bit of trouble. We just lost uh, Charlie Kerno. He did. He S- was slipped on some tiles. He was walking up tiled stairs. Now, can I just say to anyone who's ever building a house, the one thing you want on stairs are tiles. I just say I want tiles on slippery surfaces. That's where I. The, the place where you want the most grip, mm. I say put tiles.
1: Yeah, when you're going up in your socks. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Tiled. Tiled everything.
1: Can I detour for a second? Mm. Have you been checking out Beck Judd's uh, Instagram about their new house? I have not. I, I think uh, Judd Chella is on tonight, actually. Yeah. I'm going along. You're going along, aren't you? We're going along. Oh, we'll be there.
2: I think we'll Judd Chella,
1: we... I think it's kind of a christening of their new house. So, uh, the Duke during the week on Triple M, yep. he talked about Judd Teller coming up on Saturday night and then they kind of said, oh, maybe we should have kept that on the hush and not said that on air. <laughs> and then Judd, It was all good fun, all good but fun. But anyway, so Judd Teller, Teller tonight, somewhere in Brighton.
0: Well, this is the house that they're having troubles getting their cars into the three-car garage. Yes, it wasn't big enough, so they had to they could, redo it. Yeah, yeah, that's, fuck, it's tough. So I, I didn't think it'd be ready in time for Judd Teller.
1: But you do have to get on Instagram because she Beck's been going through the house and taking photos and kind of then giving a long, a long list of uh, companies and the like. And you go, how much, how much, you how much do you pay for that, Beck? Hey, hey, how much you uh hand over for the, uh, for the uh, decorations there, Beck? So was a little cheeky social media plug What are you, what are you, what are you paying there?
0: Let's just talk about paying, uh, you, which, you, you which which you bit of this is what sadder: you what are you, what are you that Beck's not what are you paying anything <laughs> for it, or the fact that a grown man is obsessed by. Do you have any jagged uh, uh, sportswear?
1: I do not. But also, you're the one who set up the Instagram. I haven't followed anyone. It's the other one who's followed her. So you went through looking all the people on Instagram that we could follow. All the people selling flat tummy tea. Mm. And you went back Judd. Okay, so that's on you. Uh, Look how flat my tummy is. (laughs) So it fucking works. Yeah, and by the way, Junk Thomas, we've got a green juice we (laughs) want to (laughs) sell Anyway, back to Kerno. Okay,
0: tiles up the stairs. Poor guy. Mm. So this is is the description they kind of put out on the uh, website. So he blew out his patella. Uh, He had to get surgery on it. And he'd had surgery on it after injuring it playing basketball. So he's had surgery on that. They fix it. They said it, it put an extra load on his quadriceps and blew it out. Now, when Dan Hanenbury got injured over in Perth at his sister's place, I said, what a load of fucking shit. Now, how did Hanenbury get injured again? Well, it's been very dubious, but he said that there was renovations done at the back of the house. Yeah, and he was point zero zero zero. Absolutely, obviously. yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the drug. He was walking out the back with the drug tester at the time, and they both they both did it. No one talks about the drug tester who also broke his foot. Oh, really? Was there, that no, true? That is, no, oh, that okay, sorry. Completely not true. That's the gist of this uh, podcast. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but see, when it happens to your own club, you're like, "Fuck, I want to believe that." Yeah, yeah. But I have, uh, I'm. Gonna say I'm slightly dubious. Mm-hmm. The Charlie Curno was walking upstairs, a, gr- a grown human man who's very fit, walking upstairs and blew out his knee. Just walking up a step, just blew it out. Just yeah. Boom, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, now there is a few stories. What was the one last year with uh, Solo? Oh, he, he fell over at a party. Yeah, gotcha. So he but was he was horseplay. But did he did he maybe go one way and then had to go on, go another way? Or did he always go with the
0: uh, a fellow at a party? No, I think he had to be honest. Yeah. it yeah, okay. was wrestling. It was just, ho- just casual horseplay. Horseplay, yeah. Yeah, just mucking around.
1: Now, do you find it happens quite a bit with AFL players, though, that they get injured you know, in, in, in just life and times? So, no, I don't mean like your Stevie J's. Well, he's openly said, you know, I tried to jump over a fence at a pub and I broke my ankles. But that's bad luck. Yeah. We've all done that. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> I mean, I've hurt my back while ironing once, like a long time ago. I, I was just ironing and just kind of popped something in my back. I've seen you iron. You're very <laughs> vigorous ironer.
0: <laughs> doing a set in a PB. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other ones like people following on. How, how, sh- how often do you iron stuff? By the way, uh, do you iron? Are you a weekly ironer? Let's get into the, the the life and times of Michael Chamberlain. I would only iron when I feel like I have to be
1: presentable. Yeah. Okay. So if I'm doing stand up or something, I'm going somewhere. But if I'm just going around, you know, the shops like and like, that, yeah, that's not ironed. No, probably not. Probably yeah. ironed it a few days ago. Probably
0: worn it a few days in a row. <laughs> Hang on, you ironed that T-shirt a few days ago. Yeah, probably. You ironed a T-shirt. Yeah, you, a, gr- a grown man, ironed iron, a T-shirt. Iron T-shirt. How is that weird? Because you're ironing a T-shirt. Why, why is that weird though? But won't it just iron itself while it's wear, while you're wearing it? What well, are you, where are you going to? You're going to meet the queen. But if I washed
1: it and they come out crumpled or whatever, I've hung them on the line and they're just a bit crumpled. Yep.
0: Look, man, some of us like to look good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, we're detouring a lot today. Uh, Let's talk about Big Joe's house again. Well, this
0: is the off-season. People want to get to know
1: us. Uh, So, yeah, a few people falling over in bathrooms and the like, which you can get your head around by the fact that it is slippery. I think one of the worst places to fall over would be the shower or in a bathtub or something like that. That'd be terrifying as you head towards the porcelain.
0: I live in fear of that.
1: Like in my place right now, like when I live up right near Rod Carter Studios. Um, I don't have a bath and I'm thankful for that because uh, the idea of kind of crawling in and out of a bathtub when you're wet or after a shower, whatever, I okay, yeah. that's a recipe for trouble. Did Simon Black not hurt his knee picking up a baby? Uh, maybe. Which well, Stevie J pulled a, didn't he break a tendon or something looking for his phone in a bag? <laughs> in the bag, yeah. I mean, Michael Voss, he cut his hand. I feel like he might have been trying to put a trailer on yes, his car. Yes, he was. Yeah. Uh, John Brown obviously got hit by a truck. A car, sorry. Yeah. Uh, And ruined the car. I think it's... Is it Mike Richardson or something like that? This is my beep test coming out, research. He worked at SeaWorld, I think it was, and he got bitten by a shark. Really? Yeah, he was feeding a shark. He got bitten by a shark. <laughs> feeding a shark. Yeah. yeah. In fact, that always goes bad. Yeah, I think it was C-Word, I think. And it, it can, and, the, and there was a quote in the article from like the footy manager or something. And it's like, oh, it's not that bad. Look at him. He's walking around.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, cause like, it, it didn't bite his foot, you fucking idiot. It's quite hilarious the reaction. He's like, oh, fuck, it was just a shark, mate. Get over <laughs> it. <laughs> and there were a couple of players who've been stung by stingrays of recent times. Really? In Port Phillip Bay. Yeah, gotcha. There was a footscrab player who stood on one. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. That'd hurt. Yeah. Yeah. That'd do ya? A mate of mine got done by one in Byron Bay. Mm. Yeah, in the water. He wasn't just walking down. When you say mate, it was you and it was schoolies. No, mate, I'm be- I've been banned. <laughs> um, yeah, he said it was the most pain he's ever felt. Uh, in his life really yeah he's very soft
1: I remember one time I got stung by a bee on my back right it somehow got up through my t-shirt it's the off season guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got stung by trade radio, I remember I was moving house so and I got stung by a bee it kind of flew up my shirt my and t-shirt and
0: you didn't want to smash the bee because you just ironed that shirt well
1: no well I didn't even realise what it was I just felt in, it kind of intense pain in my yeah. back and I was yeah. like what the hell is that and just kind of instinctively just kind of ripped my t-shirt off yep. try and work out what it was and I found a bee in there but I, I just thought of the people kind of driving by or walking by. They're just like
0: watching oh, yes, this guy Matt, just, like just walking along and yeah. all of a sudden, bloody yeah. hell, i got to get my guns out. It's like a meth head. <laughs> <laughs> they're fucking attacking me. So I'm like, ah! <laughs> so Charlie Curnow is going to be out for four months?
1: Four months, really? Yeah. Yeah, they, they talked about he may not be back for round one. Do you know what they always find it interesting when they make a big deal about round one? Yeah, yeah. They were like, "Well, he may not be back for round one, but round two will be there, but not round one. Not round one. Bloody hell!
0: Yeah, because just in case, uh, you know, he wanted to be there for the loss to Richmond. (laughs) I don't think there's any need to rush him back for that game against Richmond. Yeah, he wanted to get 12 touches in front of eighty thousand people. But then uh, I didn't like, I didn't like that at all. (laughs) (laughs) But Adam Cooney came out and he started talking about uh, his patellar injury and he almost had the same thing and how it debilitated him. Really. But I think because they play in different positions. like Because Charlie's more burst on the lead, bank, get the mark, kick a goal. Whereas Coons had to run all day mm-hmm. on his knee, So I think it was...
1: So you're saying that maybe Charlie Curno should probably retire then. Is that what I'm hearing?
0: He'll never be the same again. He'll never be the same again. Never be the same no. He's, he's going to have to learn to play within himself. Yeah, okay. So just he's going to, to have to learn to... Maybe just put him out of the square so he doesn't so. have to run. Yeah. yeah just, just bomb it in high. Bomb it in on his head. Then yeah. you got Eddie Betts in his feet, bang, goal. Yep.
1: Gonna, that's how okay. so it's gonna. I, I, I definitely picture that happening Really, really <laughs> Well, it
0: happened at least once
1: Hey, there are some uh,
0: Dirty, sneaky, lying uh, Irish people Irish people going on Yeah, around, they're, they're, they? they're the worst I mean, I, we don't like being racist on this show But fuck the Irish man they I reckon are, I reckon They've asked for it um, Never done anything Nah Never done anything good nah, haven't got ever. Can't, even ha- can't even have a fucking snake in the country How shit's that? Get a fucking snake You weak cunts have you been there? I have been to Dublin It's yeah. fantastic yeah, Have I you not there, been?
1: And I went there for a couple of nights A long time ago Like 20 years ago Went over. For, I was living in London at the time Because I'm doing Were you playing well. International Rules? I was playing International Rules uh, yeah. Well, no I was playing the Barfleet at the time With the women and Hawks And uh, then uh, went over there for, hey, Did you
0: play for the Hawks Because they were the Hawks Or just you happened to live near them? Uh,
1: they were the Hawks But also I was like this suburb over Yeah okay. But I remember put, for my first game Putting on the Hawthorne outfit And I was like Boy, this looks this feels right. This looks good. This feels right. Yeah. <laughs> um, you went know, over like for St Patrick's Day, uh, I think, for about two or three nights. Yeah. You went
0: over to Ireland for some Pat's Day.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was with another mate, and they were like,
0: you want to go?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." How was that?
1: Uh, oh it it wasn't particularly crazy. I, again, my memory is a bit vague, but by the fact it was a long time oh, ago, because you had a couple of fucking, frost. <laughs> I had fucking frost, mate. I <laughs> uh, went to there was a parade. Oh yeah. And then I'm sure we just went to a bar or something, but like yeah. it was no big deal or whatever. So you just went to Dublin? Uh yes. I see yes. I've been to I've been to Galway. Oh okay, gotcha. Yeah. Lovely town. Uh, now dirty cheating. Oh yeah,
0: back to them being fucking scum. Dirty cheating. Untrustworthy.
1: So Connor McKenna. He went over to... Connor McKenna. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he went over to Ireland Depends to... visit his family. Yeah,
0: so he get around his family. I'll tell you what, he's been there a couple of times. He went during the season for his brother's wedding, did That's didn't right. He? he had a week off, didn't he? Yeah, the man. So, oh, Connor, you want to play football? Love to play football. All right, mate. It's been just, my dream since I was a little kid. Since I was a little kid. I'm usually with a round ball, but I'm happy to change shape. Okay, mate. We play from uh, round one and we play till we lose in the finals. Mm-hmm. Great. Love to be there. Um, except Gotta miss uh, One week for a wedding Fuck Hang on mate We're just playing 22 weeks That's all it is Can you be there? Nah you have having a week off What are you? Someone in the football media? <laughs>
1: exactly <laughs> I like it uh, He went off He played a relegation playoff game Played in the finals So hang on You uh, Step down What? You, you haven't explained what he did He went back and he played I played Gaelic football Yeah Yeah yeah. For his local county I imagine Here we go uh, English 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 Eglish versus Eden Dork not Edendorf. Fucking traditional rivals, Eglish and Dork. <laughs> they're right next to each other in the alphabet. And they won. They did win. He kicked a goal. They won 15 13. Shootout. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they're, uh, they're Division 1, but I don't know if that means like Premier League or it's Division 1 or, you know, oh, or, or, you or know if that's what? the top Actually,
0: because I'm looking at the scoring going. So they, they kicked 2 9. So. Mm. Bad kicking is bad football. It is a goal. A goal is only worth three, but in when we play international rules, is it not worth? I feel it's worth six. Yeah, I thought it was worth six as well. Mm. So that's why I'm confused. Yeah. See, I'm so used to this hybrid game, and I just can't get my head around proper Gaelic footy. But he's not the only one over the journey. Like a lot of people have done it. Conor Glass
1: did it. Hawthorne play. He went over there and played for the local team.
0: Yeah, but I think he told his club he was going to do it. Conor no, McKenna just he did went, it without the knowledge of Hawthorne. Without it says the knowledge in the of.
1: Oh really? Yeah, without the hawks knowledge, Yeah. What is with
0: these
3: fucking Irish people? Sneaky they're so
0: little buggers. Yeah, they're dirty, filthy liars, don't you think? If you're if you're going out with an Irish person right now, yeah, they check their phone. Definitely cheating on you. Yeah, definitely. or they're playing with another county club. Yeah, exactly. They're <laughs> doing something. I I would break up with them now. Just mm-hmm. and if you're Irish, if you're uh, on uh bumble uh tinder whatever you happen to be on hinge whatever it is get off now because you know you know you're gonna cheat yeah they got phony profiles yeah yeah exactly you're catfishing
1: which one's hinge i've never heard of hinge uh hinge is just another one of these oh okay hook up, hook up things. we should start a junk time app oh, a junk time matchmaking junk time. app yeah Yeah.
0: are you into gatorade bikinis? yeah <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put your priorities um what are you into Footbridges. Yeah, how many how um, how many grounds, how many grounds games would you attend a year? you mm-hmm. got to know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're for, obviously. Oh, you obviously can match people up. Straight you know? up. Yeah, so... Are you an MCC
1: member? Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. yeah. You can work out who the good ones are. <laughs> <laughs> Do you iron your shirts or not? <laughs> are you chipping out? You know, are you a chipper-outer? Oh, if you're a chipper-outer, yeah. Yeah.
0: Because you, could you, ha- you couldn't have two out get together, no, could no, you? No, it'd be like uh, putting a, a positive on a positive battery. Yes, yeah, that's right. Work. Just hold yeah, on. What about... Um, if two people are doing very well. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, because mm. you don't want to have someone who's not doing
1: very well yeah. with someone who's doing very well because they'd be uh, imbalanced.
0: And know, also, you're not allowed... Weird. to it'd be weird. Wouldn't know what the, what the taste of an oyster is. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. You can't have those two people together. Also, we need to know for the Junk Time Dating app is, uh, have you supported another team in your life? Oh, you dirty load so, Irish dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking not on there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, I just changed teams. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah, did
2: you?
1: Yeah, they just happened to win a flag. And yeah, it's just, kind it's of just coincidence. Just like their colours. Yeah. Oh, and if you fucking barrack for a team because you like their colours, go fuck yourself. <laughs> fucking low dogs. Oh, yeah, you say that because your team's fucking... No one's come to Hawthorne for that reason. I don't give a fuck about that shit, though. Like, people go, oh, what a terrible jump. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. And by the way, if you call Hawthorne colours yellow, you're a low dog because it's gold, mate. Canary's the yellow, Okay. Canaries are fucking yellow I heard a Hawthorne fan Long time Hawthorne fan Describe them as yellow and brown Not longer And I was like How do you fucking not know that You fucking idiot It's gold It's gold It's not really gold It's gold Mm. Canaries are yellow Fecal So Irishmen are Well I think they should be banned From any future participation
0: in the game I imagine Well speaking of low dogs Michael uh, one of them is going into the media, apparently, next year. Aren't uh, everybody in the media already? Hello, dog. <laughs> well, he's joining, he's joining the ranks of his own. Ross Lyon, apparently, is going to be one of the new panellists on Footy Classified. Footy Classified. Juddy's going to leave because, obviously, he has to
1: tend to well, uh, parties. Yeah. Well, and he's still recovering from Judd Instagram.
0: So he, he can't be there. And so Because, uh, apparently... Um, Footy is going to be two nights a week next year.
1: They talk about it being Monday and Tuesday. What and do they, they
0: talk about on the Tuesday? Like, everything, everything's wrapped up on the Monday.
1: I know. It's a very special edition of Footy Classified, but they talk about it maybe being prime time, too, at
0: 7.30 or 8 p.m. I don't mind that. I don't mind it being on at 8.30 because it was always a random time. It was it always like 10.40, and then 9.15, yeah.
1: And it wasn't uh, on the main channel all the time. Or maybe it was on the second channel for a little bit. And
0: I think it might have been available on go always at 8.30. I think you're right too, yeah. And then on the main channel whenever, yeah. whenever fucking Lethal Weapon finished. Yeah. <laughs> so Ross Lyon, how do you reckon he's going to go when Caro calls him on something that he did at his time at Frio. Yeah, for sure. Because he didn't handle it well when he was the coach. Yeah. He has no restraints.
1: It's kind of interesting, isn't it? Because he doesn't strike you as a
0: media performer or someone who is actually really that interested in the media. Not at all. Not at all. I don't think I've ever heard him do special comments. He's, like, rarely a guest on things. It's not the kind of guy that you want to welcome into your home. And also, the reason that he hasn't seemed to... um, uh, be involved in any media is because he seems to hate their fucking guts. Yeah,
1: sure, but I suppose there's a Grant Thomas element to it. Like he was, he was good on the show. He was, yeah, you know, he's Captain Grumpy, and also he hated the media when he was around as well. So maybe it could be, you know, maybe maybe we see another side of Ross line that we uh, are surprised by.
0: Well, the thing about Ross is he's got a very good sense of humour. He's very dry, and I think I actually think he'll be good for it. But I don't know whether he's of the uh, opinion giving business because. He rarely gave it about his own sort of team. He oh, was yeah. very much, what I say within the four walls stays there. In the bubble, I In think you're fine. Sorry, mate, it's a bubble. I got the shape. But off. now the shackles are off. So
1: it could be fun. I mean, it could be fun. Having said that, that's not the theme of the podcast. We're meant to shit on everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to it. I think it'd be a good addition to. I'd actually go further. I'd have actually have Ross
0: hosting the whole thing, get rid of Hachi. Oh, ah. welcome
1: to the footy classified.
0: But see, then they've got they've got Kane Corns is going to be on there as well. Will those two be on the same show? Oh, so they're going to alternate a little bit, are they? Are going to chop th- and change? I think one might be the, for the Monday, one might be for the Tuesday. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because you've got, you. You got Lordo and then you've got Caro. And maybe Caro's not going to do both. Yeah, I
1: think they're saying Caro doesn't do it both either. I mean, you're <laughs> in the football media, you can't work more than an hour. Right? Well, that's now, true. It's yeah, too much. It's
0: too much for them to do. <laughs> but there's been some changes down at uh, at AFL House over the... the um, Oh, the off season. They're Brad Scott's going to wander in. Brad Scott's going to work there,
1: so it's almost like he he's going to doing doing the IT. I think is that what he's is he editing called? podcasts and you know putting stuff up online. Oh, so he he goes in there, he records access to all areas, cuts yeah. it up, sends it out. Yeah, yeah. He puts up like the results of the game. He's probably taken over Ralph for the roof. Does Ralph for <laughs> the roof match reports and stuff like that? Yeah. He's going to take over again. He's going to be revamp football department and game trends analysis. Okay, so some guy's going to leave. David Rath, he's going to move to... Not Rathy. Yeah, he's going to move to St Kilda. Rath is a bit of a strong name, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Rath. Very, very, very aggressive. Rath. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Feel the he's wrath.
1: Get ahead and talk about, you know, like those rule changes and the like. Kind of keep an eye on that kind of stuff. See, they should have waited till he was
0: in. He would have said, would you go with the 666? He'd go, uh, yes. He, that's the kind of thing that he would do. That's they're the kind of assurance assuring. it brings to the... Are they are there going to be more rule changes? Like, haven't they done it for the next... They have
1: said they're not going to have any next year. So they're just kind of going to let these ones ease in.
0: And then they're going to wait for it and see what Brad says. I suppose so, yeah. I so mean, if he says, peel it back, mm-hmm. like the play-on from the uh, goal square, what a stupid rule. Hmm.
1: And, they, you know, the 666, which they said they hoped would increase scoring and other elements that increased scoring. And yeah. then it turns out that was the lowest scoring season since that. Uh, <laughs> well, that's what he's going he's
0: to notice. Is it a trend or is it just a
1: one-off? But then there was also a bit here that it wasn't just that area he was going to be working in, right? He was also going to be involved mm. in...
0: Stadium and broadcasting issues, which I found very interesting. So he's... Okay, stadium...
1: How big a job is this? Yeah. Stadium and broadcasting. Okay, let's start with stadium. So here it says,
0: well, only one aspect of a broad role, Mm. which will also involve some key commercial and business matters. Yeah. So he's fucking high up. So he's doing game analysis and then he's talking to Gatorade about
1: getting back on board.
0: Yeah. That that's he he's like a coverall like do what you want Chris it's, it's much almost everything like, yeah it's like gil has gone I don't want to fucking do it anymore I'm sick of this shit I fucking hate footy
1: so he's working at stadium deal so you know uh, they own Marvel they own Marvel Stadium mm. so you two calls up Taylor Swift calls up call it Brad Brad can't play coming on uh, October oh yeah what day uh the Thursday yeah fifteenth
0: oh fuck no
1: okay now we can we can make it work. You don't have, like, a Mormon uh, uh, convention No, that was last like year. That? They just come every second year. Uh, year
0: bring in the gang. Hang on, hang on. What? Is the international rules? No, no, that's going, that's going to Ireland next year.
1: Want to do a concert. Why am I miming a phone <laughs> in my hand? Mate, it's People will f- get the sense of that when they're listening. Yeah, so Tay-Tay says to Brad, she makes sure first it's not Chris. She says, are you Chris? And he goes, no, I'm Brad. No, no, she goes, all right. And then he books in, okay, Taylor, October 15th, Thursday, kick-off time about 7.30. Uh, I'll set up the seats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do it the day before. H- the how stage. many do you need? We're going to have to go to Bunnings
0: to grab some. How many lights do you need? Yeah. Probably two be enough. Does Does he say um, to like the, the people who are doing the fixturing, because he's in control of all this, does he say, how about you don't schedule a game in Canberra in the middle of fucking winter mm-hmm. where it's going to snow on a Friday night? Mm-hmm. You fucking idiots. Is he that kind of? Is he the voice of reason for that kind of decision-making? I
1: think he would be, yeah. Also, uh, can we not play games during daytime? With the roof open because yeah. no one can see shit. Yeah. Yeah. And half the crowd has got their hand to their head because they're shielding the
0: sun. And also if it starts raining during a game and where a team could have been in front and then they lost to Geelong, say, and it might have been a team that I was coaching <laughs> and then I may have sprayed everyone all in sundry. How about you close the fucking roof? But then broadcasting issues broadcasting, I want well. to know what that is. That's
1: absolutely fascinating. So is he kind of
0: the search for the new Bruce or something? So is he talking about JB, he's talking to JB, he's talking to Hamish, talking to BT? Is he like Kerry Packer? Is mm. he watching something, rings up, goes, uh, Roman Bryan's gone too long? Cut it short. Oh, uh, good point, yeah. Fra- all right, words come through. Brad Scott said broadca- broadcasting issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Basil Zemplus. you've reached your pun limit for the day.
1: Or I think was one about Frank Packer. He's horse-run race, and so he kind of called up the station to play it every kind of hour or so because yeah, he okay. you know I want to see it again. So that's
0: so the kind of control that Brad has.
1: Brad's like that. Uh, round three, yeah. uh, North Melbourne versus Richmond. It was a good win. Play yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Play it again. Put it back on. It's a wide-ranging uh, uh, situation for Brad. And I wish him all the best. Do you? <laughs> I wish him all the best. Michael
0: Christian kept his job.
1: I oh, know. Oh, fucking hell. got close too because a lot of people wanted that job. Yeah, that's very trivial. very, very, very eager to work five minutes a week.
0: <laughs> oh, we've talked about people working, <laughs> how small they work each week a lot today. Mate, the AFL were really happy with his job and said he'd continue to work in conjunction with... Uh, footy operations by Steve Hocking. So, basically, what they're saying is that he will continue to do whatever the fuck Steve Hocking tells him to do. Well, yeah.
1: Yeah, we had to write an article about a guy who wasn't sacked from his job. Was it under question? Was it up to... Does he do, like, a one-year contract or something? Does he do, like, a one-year rolling contract? he's been
0: there two years, so maybe he had a two-year deal. Is it
1: time for a change? Time for a change? Getting your blood in there?
0: Oh, you know what? I... Just when he got his nice seat, yeah, no, I hear, I hear what you're saying, but I think I think the the greater AFL community has become so accustomed to Chris, so you take him out of there and it throws it into turmoil, mm-hmm. like Gary Ablett when he's going to do a uh, a fend off, yeah, a snipe. A fend off and he's thinking in his head, Well if this isn't Chriso, I could potentially go for this. <laughs> but I'm just doing I'm just doing a I'm defending my body with my elbow uh-huh. on someone's face. Yeah. But I know under Chriso's rules, yeah under his regime I'm fine. This is okay. I can yeah. do it two weeks in a row. I can
1: run five meters out of my line and yeah, cop someone in the in the head with an elbow.
0: And that's fine under Chriso's mm. and someone someone new comes in. Uh-huh. And Gary was like, Well I don't think I can play on. Rules so and it's for the better betterment of the game. Mm-hmm. ...that we stick with Chris O. Okay, I think that's a good point. Because we understand point. what is going on.
1: Hey, we are going to have Craig Coombs come up Adam shortly. Our recruiter expert, he's really going to give us our to that. top 10 draft picks for the year. Yes. Uh, he's been doing it for about the last five years, I think. Here yeah, I think we started up? in 2015 with Coombs. Yeah, in. one of our favourite episodes of the year. And uh, we'll get to that very shortly. Should we... Um, well, we don't have footballers in real life. No. But just by the ha- fact they're all overseas, so people can't see them. Yeah, that's true. But we have a, uh, a question address that we raised in the last episode. Yes. So we talked last episode about Asada and uh the idea that players had
0: to inform Asada where they were. Because Carlton was fined ten grand for four players not informing them where they were at a specific time. Yeah,
1: because you're a dirty bunch of fucking
0: cheats. No, no, no. Every no. I mean, every win is tainted this year.
1: Well no, because what if I'd actually go back further, I'd take away ninety five, eighty seven, eighty two, eighty one, I mean, seventy one. You'd probably take
0: them away for different reasons. <laughs> um, seventy two, seventy,
1: sixty eight. I'm done. Yeah, okay.
0: Um, no, probably, you know what would have happened. That's why, uh, say, Char- say, Charlie Kerno was stuck halfway up the tall stairs in socks. Mm-hmm. And he's like, my phone's down there. Yeah, yeah, sure. I can't get to it to ring Asada. Yeah. Sata. yeah, yeah. gets fined for it. Yeah. And then he goes to go downstairs. And he got to give the location. Oh, yeah. stairs. Crying yeah. on the stairs. Crying on the stairs. He goes down to get it, does his knee. It's fucking Asada's fault. So we asked a question.
1: This is from Anonymous. Uh, the players all have an app to put in whereabouts, put in their whereabouts, so they can get tested by Asada. You only need to put in an address
0: mm-hmm. for where you'll be for one hour every day. Okay.
2: Hmm.
0: So it says most people put their home address for 8 a.m. or whatever they wake up. You can put in any hour between about 6 a.m. and 8 p.m., I believe. So most people put in your home address. So if you're on holidays, you'd say put in, you know, hotel, know, I'm staying at the yeah. Hyatt in East Town, uh, you know, East Village in um, fucking New York. Oh, you light it aren't you, mate? I'm doing very well. And so you put that in, and do they have to be there? Do you have to stay there f- to a certain time? Well, I don't know if this involves overseas, though, or if this is local,
1: so I'm okay. not totally sure. Uh, we've got to get the app. The tester has to be with you at all times until you're pissed. Mm-hmm. And if you have to take a morning. <laughs> well, here we go. If you have to take a morning shit, well, the poor person has to come in and watch, okay? That's weird.
0: Because mm. if I'm playing, like. A There's a
1: story I heard about a certain player who would do that on purpose. Like they'd go. Yeah, and, right. I'm going to do that just because you're annoying me and I want to make you suffer a bit more and watch me do.
0: So they know they're coming the next day, they go, I'm going to go have some curry. have some Metamucil. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of coffees
1: in the morning, in you go. Uh, Also, the testers are normally just old people who do this. as a little part-time earn.
0: A little little side a little in, mate. Side and they've got their franking credits. They go we need a little little, little ah, bit. fucking
1: boomers, <laughs> hey? A little bit fucking okay. Kind of same demographic who usually supervise uni exams. Oh, ah, no, that's, that's right. Labels. They're fucking a million years old <laughs> <laughs> and the like. And also they, I mean, in exams don't they have to? F- they follow you to the toilet as well, don't they? I think in year twelve they would follow you to the bathroom to make sure you. With now, do they have do you have to? What is it about f- old people wanting to look at people urinate? Yeah, they're disgusting. Old people fucking <laughs> sicken me. You perverts. Uh, people at the university exams and the like. Uh, life is hard on the pension. Do
0: you reckon they all get together and go, um, uh, whose dong have you seen? That's the game they play. Whose what? Whose dong. Who's oh, pen- okay. Whose penis have you seen? That's what all the old Asada testers just get around. Yeah, sure. Make notes. I'll tell you what, he, he, he trimmed it. Yeah, Did okay. He? Oh, I didn't know that. What yeah. about him? Oh, you know, yeah, uncircumcised. Where
1: is he? was he? Really? That's B- incredible. Uh, you know, big ruckman. You yeah. would have thought more. Yeah. Yeah. You would have
2: thought more.
1: <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Hey, uh, we are not going to hit the road. We're going to have Craig Coombs right now to give us our top ten. We're going to get it over to Greg. <laughs> Adam, it's that time of year again. It is I'm that time of year. Our episode, that's our the one we look forward to the most, our favourite of the year. We've got our draft expert Craig Coombs, former recruiter for Port Adelaide and spy for the Mighty Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> I think you find it. What's the opposition research? Maybe that's the uh, maybe like, much word, that was, yeah. not your <laughs> official title. <laughs> yeah. Craig Coombs here to join us again to give us his top ten preview. Craig, how are you going?
3: Not too bad. Thank you, Mr. Chamberlain. Yourself? Yeah, not bad, man. That's hey, right.
1: can, can I quickly just go through maybe the kind of season that was? Are you okay with that, Adam? Just by the fact, let's, let's start let's off. Let's go through game by game
0: <laughs> let's, uh, let's start off Easy. just
1: with the grand final just by the fact you know it was a bit
3: of a kind of a sad blowout
1: in the end what were your thoughts going into that game and what it, how
3: it ended up seven dollars fifty richmond sixty plus <laughs> oh so you did all right you're very <laughs> yeah. happy with it I just thought it gws had been up for too long i reckon and you could just see richmond starting this the so it was just going to be one of those games
1: and what about things like the Melbourne drop-off? Was that something that you thought might happen?
3: No. I I think the rule hurt the 666. I don't think they were prepared for that, the way they drafted last year. And I think it hurt them. If you remember winning Melbourne defensively in issues, what they do? Eight behind. Remember coming off the square? Yep, yep. They couldn't do it. A- and then they just win possession of the footy because I think the year before they won the most clearances, the most centre clearances. Yep. Because they had eight blokes coming through. Couldn't do it. It. I don't think they thought it would alter their game plan as much and it did and um, it clearly showed with those two, with that side that, uh, that they weren't ready for that rule change.
1: And what about something like the rise of Brisbane? I mean they finished second on the ladder in the end didn't they? Yes they did. No, no,
3: no way, <laughs> I, I didn't think that was possible.
0: At so uh, but based on that sort of thing, can you say predict is, can you predict like sliders and, and bolters for next year? Like do you think oh, Adelaide are, Adelaide are done, do you think, for a little bit?
3: Have you read my I have not, notes. no. I'm, like, oh, I'm just getting ahead. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> that's because they had that's a pretty my much, big
0: slider. Had a pretty much wholesale clean out, didn't they? Of, of the older players. And of staff too. And, well,
3: yeah. Turnover like were massive. And no senior assistant coach?
0: Yeah, so that's
3: interesting alongside Matthew Nix, their new coach. They've got money, so what's. uh, They've got money in the soft cap and that, so why are they doing that? Have you been part of a club where there's been a clean out like
0: that? Like, what effect does it have on the players who are currently there? You know, everyone. Like, Bryce Gibbs goes across, he thinks that he's probably going to be playing in uh, at least a grand final, if not finals. Hasn't seen it the two years that he's been there. What's it like for the, the
3: impact of the playing group to go, oh, fuck, we're. We're at least three years away now. Correct, and it gets to them. They won't say it then, but I guarantee you when they're finished playing, they will come say, yep, that had an effect. I think, I can't remember the player who did say that recently, sort of said, yep, that that did impact on us now. yeah, I'll admit it. Because of the such enormous change, and blokes you might be mates with, you know, we looked up to, and not just on the footy field. You know, bonds that these guys make last... You know, forever. But when they're there and you see them near the locker, it might be family stuff, and we know that the mental health issue is massive at the moment. Yep. So you might have that guy you lean on for your, mm. I'm not going to yeah, go okay. to them, i got him, and then he's gone. You think, oh, I can still phone him, but well you don't know what their training regimes are like, their yep. times. You desperately need your mate who's gone at your locker. And I reckon Bryce Gibbs is probably one of the best examples. You can do well today. Thank you, mate. Because he will be absolutely in that mindset to go, what, what's going on? Yeah. And who's going to who's gonna calm him down and tell him we'll be right? How old is Gibbs? I mean, 30-what? 30-ish, yeah, 31. Yeah, and they're going to bottom out and he's not going to be there. And that's going to be that tough one, you know. In two years when they're starting to come good again, they'll yeah. go, so we're three years away. Sorry, Bryce, you're probably not Yeah, absolutely. sports. Yeah, absolutely. And he goes back to Glenelg where he started and so,
0: so did they not uh, – do you reckon they cl- – did they not go hard enough with the clean-out? Like, could they have gotten two picks for, for say, uh, a crouch, which really would have set them up going forward? They did kind of – like a bit of a top-end one. They get rid of Eddie Betts. They get rid of uh, uh, Jenkins. Greenwood goes. You or know, Ellis Yellman?
3: Yeah, who's it? It was actually a good inside midfielder for him. If he's up and fit and healthy, yes. He's a big help to him. Massive loss. Him and Greenwood, massive losses. But they were one short of doing the proper clean-out. And Crouch goes, they get everything that they wanted, and they would have got something pretty good out of Gold Coast, you would think. Do you reckon they could have got one and two if they had given away a Crouch? No, no no way. This. There's no way you'll give it one or two this year. There and was
0: an article this week that said uh, Gold no. Coast is still open and looking at one and two. I was like, yeah, yeah, they are. fucking what? Of course mm. they are. What yeah, are you going yeah. to
3: give them? You'd yeah. have to give them picks three to ten <laughs> somehow. And, uh, but I will, I will go out a limb here uh, and say that the AFL will say, you are not trading Look,
0: <laughs> yeah. well, Are they allowed to as well? Because it's a priority pick. So
3: they would say, you, You're can't, not doing that. you can't pass that no, on. No, you are not. Tra- they. That priority pick they give them and they know how good Raoul and yep. Anderson are yep. they would be saying I don't care if you get picks three to ten plus yeah, whoever yeah, Charlie Kerner we've already, we've already given you <laughs> picks Con- three to ten in the past <laughs> yeah it didn't work out very well so you are not and look if, if people don't think the AFL stick their fingers and noses... For in sure, them. yeah. They're running that they place. They have to It's now. their game. Yeah. What's it's their, their club. They own the clubs, remember. They yeah. own the emblems. They own the images. You sign them over as a... Pl- so they get to these uh, clubs and go, we can't afford another massive fail at a Gold Coast. Otherwise, we'll keep here and the move them to tassie thing. So we keep with Rao and we keep with Anderson and Rankin comes good and lacocious re Yeah, that's huge. A massive shock. Massive shock. I honestly thought, two years I'll go both of these guys. Yeah,
0: that, that was incredible because Rankine signed without even playing a game, which surprised everybody. And I think Ben King is still off the high of winning the grand final sprint. At yes. <laughs> time. yes, he. They got him at the
1: right time. See, at home. So you know what it's like to be at the MCG. If you were playing in a grand final, you wouldn't be able to win that. <laughs> we know he can perform
3: on the last day of September. Yeah, exactly. And we know years ago that, you know, the brown paper bags and all that happened. And yeah. I absolutely oh. can guarantee I know what happened with, with Ray and Carlton. And then... Um, You can't be as open about it now, but if they're not saying to King and Rankin, all right, you're getting this, you're getting that, but okay,
0: over here. Yeah, okay, yeah. Check out this house. We uh, check out this house. I found some keys and they belong to this house. You can have it. Cars yeah. So basically, they
1: should be deregistered immediately. <laughs> <laughs> the AFL, correct.
3: And I'll take over. No so, problem. Can we
1: have <laughs> a quick little chat about the draft period? Like were the major kind of trades or, you know, do you think Eddie's good for Carlton to switch over? or
3: Would you have you done mm, that? Jesus, yeah. ah, it's a hard one. I think for the, the Carlton fans and getting a little bit of positivity back, and a bit of merch sales, <laughs> and a bit of goodwill um, for what they had to give up. Yeah, but,
0: but also they didn't land who they wanted to land. Although they'll get no. Jack Martin. Can you believe they're going to get Jack Martin for nothing? Like, is that if you're over the Gold Coast, you go fuck? What a loss! At least take some picks for him. Well,
3: again, you know, I don't think they were strong enough in that. They should have done that, yeah, Gold Coast, and, and take it, then package up for you know a guy like Crouch maybe next year, and uh, it's just you shake your head sometimes going. Yeah, but I possibly would have done it in that regard. And the other thing is, if you've got a small forward that you're starting to groom, well, get Eddie to look after him for a year. Yeah, yeah okay. And yeah. I reckon that's the huge bonus.
0: So if they've got Eddie Betts working alongside Jack Martin, you see that as a huge value to the
3: club going oh, and forward. both the Indigenous lads will stick together for yeah. a start. Yeah, look, Martin's a pretty good player. Show
1: him how to dodge three people and kick one from the pocket on the wrong foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why you, you, you someone's got to do it.
3: <laughs> the only thing is, you know, Outsider, outsiders, you know, I, yeah. th- I think they'll obviously draft an inside bull. Yep. Which they'll need, or, you know, at least the one that can go forward, and maybe I think that's what they need. Um. Yeah, I think bets will be okay, but Martin, a million bucks. Oh, Joe Danaher. But front-loaded, though. Can't be true, yeah.
0: Front-loaded, there'll be 600 grand average. And they'll have to, yeah, they have to amortise it out over... Four, five, whatever
3: they're going to do. Yes, yes. No, it's.
0: I think it's three hundred grand over five years,
3: but a million bucks for the first two. Yeah. Well, you know, if they have got the money sitting there. Yeah. Because they're not going to get nothing else there. So.
1: Joe Danaher uh, should Essendon have taken
0: the deal or? Because
1: it was a pick seven they offered. I think Is that right? I think that was and
0: a future first rounder as well.
3: Yeah. Next year's draft again. This is the thing you've got to look forward though. You've got to look forward to the under sixteens and look at the. Next years and the year after draft, and it's really hard to forecast out because kids grow and change, or whatever. But you have to do it. I mean, when I was at Port and Hawthorne, that was—I think—that was one of the great strengths of Pelkin, of looking forward and building his daisy chain. And you'd always pick guys that were coming through, so you'd have your set back line at Port, and then you'd have four other guys who could just walk in and play roles. Forwards the same. with Toby Thurston, yeah, yep. won a grand final. Treaders was a decoy, and Thurston kicked four. Because he was there as a role filler, so to speak, and I think that's the important part now with the future drafting. You go, all right, two years out, this kid, this kid might be, might be, and then um, fill your list that way. Hmm.
0: But you think that Essendon will lose Danaher oh. through free agency, so wouldn't they look ahead
3: themselves and make the deal? Did you have to deal with Adrian Dodoro when you were? Oh, no, I didn't. Do it. Pelkin not them and all that sort of stuff, but hard work with. <laughs> yeah, okay. They didn't speak highly of him? <laughs> yeah, next question. <laughs> That's fantastic.
0: <laughs> now, uh, a few people have been added to um, – there was an article on the AFL website and we talked to you about your journey through um, five years ago. This is our fifth year with hmm. you. So we thought we might just recap it yep. of how you became, you know, in the recruiting team and stuff. There were people I was saying in this article, the Gold Coast um, – Recruiting manager started as their strength and conditioning started in their strength and conditioning department in a voluntary role. Yep, Um, the guy at Melbourne used to install and fix
3: (laughs) air conditioning (laughs) units. (laughs) At pick four from Adelaide, Hamish Ogilvy used to, he was a cop. Export Adelaide, mate, Hamish, under the Pelican. And Is that ma- right? How many of these guys, if you look at the coaching thing under the coaches, yep. you look at some of these recruiting guys, mm. and they're all from the Pelican school. Hamish Ogilvy, Simon Dalrymple, it was Bulldogs, went to Sydney, another one Yep, from the Pelican school, mate. Oh,
0: well, that's
3: interesting. So so you can sort of, how do you get into it? How do you get to the club in the first place? <laughs> Uh, mine was ninety-seven when I started at Port. Yep, and there was <laughs> there was an ad in the Herald Sun. you know yeah. when those little They're classified at the back. T- 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 mm. Yep, because yeah. I obviously, as everyone does, you start at the back. Mm. Yeah, of you course. Can use newspaper, read, your read all that, and you get yeah. to the last page, and I looked, and I saw this little Port Adelaide logo. Yeah, so no, oh, I wonder what that is, and it was an ad that said. So, we so are was this in their first year, or have no, they already had one? No, they already had one. Okay, so it was at the end of 96 it was obviously so after the first year because I started in 97 um, and it was just an ad recruiting officer must have some football knowledge and experience and I thought righto so I wrote a letter application like (laughs) you had to and uh, house phone rings and it was Chris Pelkin saying we'd like to meet with you and you you were based in Melbourne then? Yeah, I was back. I'd, I'd moved back to Melbourne '93. I was okay. four years in Newcastle where I was born. Yep. but the rest of my life has always been in Melbourne. And I'd I'd coached up there um, senior footy. Okay, I was development manager. Of the oh, you Newcastle gotta coach, League. you got to coach your team in your own right. Uh, yes, I've always said well, that. I have. So there yeah. you go. <laughs> Very successful. Uh,
1: can I quickly ask? It's you're a, you're a joyful man. Were you a good on the bake? If people had to pull their finger out,
3: obviously because I I don't swear. I found that difficult at times. Do you not? No, I've never had to swear word in my life. And most people know that Rosie. Just you name know me five years. You ever heard me swear? I haven't, but well, correct. It's because just... I don't. <laughs> That's fucking
1: unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> we we hear the C word a lot, but it's often it's often yeah. when <laughs> you've walked out of the room. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
3: I actually did get a mate one day, and I said, "I need to rock at these guys. I'm going to be good cop. Can you be bad cop?" And yeah. he just said, "Yeah, yeah, I Great. love it." Oh, what do I say? Got the phone books out, rolled said, them up in carpet. I don't care what you say. Just yell and swear loudly and really. Yeah. And he did. And um, did you win any premierships? No. Okay. So, All right. finished on top and got rolled in Newcastle. I I, I do. I must admit, my most famous one, we were 15 goals up maybe at time, playing against the bottom side, obviously. The boys were pretty – there's men, grown men in Newcastle, yeah. pretty chirpy and whatever. I walked in. I said to my dad, do not let anyone in here. President, no one. He goes, what, Jim? Hey, Jim, he always called me Jim. What's wrong? I said, just do as I tell you. Yeah. I'm, don't let anyone in here. He goes, you're up, Dad. <laughs> All right. So I hear the president trying to get in, the old man's going, he said, no, they're all sitting around just chatting, I'm just looking at them. Then I went and opened the door and I slammed it that hard and they all sat up. There was a toilet in where the showers were. I went in there, slammed the door, just sat on the dunny. Wait, said absolutely nothing. Knock from the umpires, come on coach. And the captain goes, Coombsie, we need to go coach. I didn't answer him, just sat there. And then, boom, 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 the other team's out. We're going to ball it up in a minute. And the captain just said, we better go. Out they went. Uh, we kicked 28 goals, I think, in the second half. It was 40. <laughs> we ended up winning by 40-odd goals. Yeah. We walked in. I said to Dad, no one. <laughs> they were sitting there, silent. And I said, thank you. See you Tuesday night. And walked out. Didn't go that night to our pub that we used to for presentations. No. Walked in Tuesday night, shut the door, and gave him the biggest spray of all time. So, you lazy, lazy mum. Don't play footy like that. I don't care who you're playing. You play hard footy all the time. I remember the captain going, well, we ended up winning Coons. We were 43. Yeah, I yeah. said, I don't care. We beat them in the first round by 318 points or whatever. It's That's a joke. Don't. booster. Don't. Be lazy. <laughs> it worked. We never took the foot off the gas. And they never bothered you in the toilet again. I, no, no. it was And they always used to try to joke about it. And every time they'd bring it up, I'd just, uh, I just wouldn't talk to anyone. I thought And we mate, after I retired, I went up and seen him a few years ago, and he goes... Still the greatest I've ever been <laughs> across in 30 years of footy, mate. And I said, nothing. He goes, yeah, that's right. Did you tell the story to Chris Pelkin? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, well, the, the meeting with Pelkin and Alan Stewart, I had to go to a hotel. Uh-huh. And it was, walk in, ask the bloke at the desk where we are. He'll let you know. They're in a and corner. Mm. The hotel on Kingsway, what's it now? Is it the Pullman? No. On Queen's Parade, where the players... Yeah, yeah, what was that that
0: where Brisbane normally stay, where they stay down near um,
3: Albert Park? It was called the Carlton Hotel, I think, or the Carlton... Oh, the Carlton Crest? Carlton Crest. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, sir. Okay. That was it darkened corner and I've walked over it's a clandestine little meeting in the corner seriously in a darkened corner Pelican, so, hello Craig yep <laughs> they're Pelican. reading newspapers to eye holes <laughs> yeah, cut yeah, out. Yeah, mate, exactly. they did have news <laughs> they did and Alan Stewart and sit down and who's Alan Stewart he was the big boss great mate Alan Stewart's an icon so in a South CEO? Australia footy. no no head of footy okay. recruiting Okay. icon in South Australia Coach the under, under 18s now at the Crows in some just one of the greatest blokes just Mastermind, him and Pelkin
0: And so what do they ask you? Do they ask you, have you been following the, say, TAC Cup of yep. recent times? Like, are you still
3: involved? Yep. They they asked, obviously, because I wrote my, you know, what I'd done in, in yep. Newcastle. And then before I went to Newcastle, i done a bit of coaching under-18s in Melbourne. And then I came back and started coaching Mitchum under-18s. Okay. And that way I had um, Simon Godfrey from Eastern Rangers and yep. all that sort of stuff with me. So I had a, And Jason Saddington from the year before. So, I had those guys, so I knew the system. So, I was sort of watching it. Yep, yep. And the fact, I think they liked the fact that I was coaching 18s, and I've coached men and 18s. Yep. So, and development wise, when I got to Mitcham, they were not really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we had a fairly good year that year. And then um, the year after, when I, I think we won three out of the first four, and then I took the job and went, which was. Bit tough to say goodbye to the kids, you yeah, know. Yeah, right, and so you had, to, you had to stop coaching. Yeah, and I sort of brought it up with the, the two captains. We went to McDonald's on the corner there in Mitcham, and I said, look, I've been off at this, but I don't want to leave you guys now. We've started. And they went, don't be stupid. Yeah, Isn't yeah. this a dream? I went, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I made a commitment to you guys, and they went, we'll be right. Go, go, go. And I still, to this day, keep in touch with two or three of those kids, uh, men now. So, so
0: based on that, you have a, an intimate knowledge of watching the young boys play, and you can obviously see talent because Correct. that's why you were picked and you ended up yep. at Hawthorne as well. So Glenn Luff, who's the head of champion data, has just taken over as North Melbourne's list manager. And I want to talk to you. So he obviously knows the data. He yep. knows you know, all the possessions, all the sort of things that they look out for. Can you just pick a player based on data, or do you need to have a good look at a player and just go... I mean, Richard Tamwick, for example, he must have had great data... But someone had uh, an inside idea of going, he's not going to turn out as a great player. Do you think Glenn Love potentially can be brought undone just by looking at data and not knowing footy well enough? Well,
3: Tamling was outstanding at under 16s. Okay. And he was clearly the best player. when you're thinking, geez, when he gets the 18s, natural progression, he, he will just destroy them. And how did On he get under had? 18s? Yeah, not as great, but, but still I think good that's enough. why he dropped off. But then people are going, well, we know he's got that ability. Maybe it's just. He had a bad year. Well, I remember you saying, you talk about
1: Tamley, how you were all waiting for him to be 18, one of your early interviews, yeah, and you yeah, talked we about um, that maybe it was just the bigger bodies, that the, you know he was yeah. competing against kind of like size people, yep, yep. and then uh, once he got playing with the big boys. So maybe these
3: guys know, two years out, I'm going to be drafted. Mm-hmm. He knew at 16 he was going to play for footy, and gets to the 18th year, and, uh, so and takes take the foot off a bit. Oh, there's plenty of blokes you've seen that Clearly cruising, you're thinking, you know, you're going to get there. It's you know, not an attitude a lot of the recruiting guys like. Mm-hmm. And even I remember Pelks and Stewie talking about walking to meetings with kids sitting in the chair with their arms folded, slouched. Yep, yep. Going and you're not standing up to shake hands hello who's got to him Yeah, because he you know, yeah okay and yeah, he, yeah. they walk out and go to Carlton. how was the interview with him oh yeah shocking mm. uh, you too hey mm. so we smell someone's a rat someone's into it, yeah.
1: Is yep. there a thing of taking their pedal uh, foot off the pedal for I want to fall down further in draft so club yeah, goes oh we've got, go. we've got pick 45 and so you know you may not worry. be a top round but yep yeah uh, okay uh, or
0: absolutely. you want to end up in a top 8 team so you want to be after 10th
3: yep and they, I'm positive kids to it and I don't – you can't pick a kid based on numbers. Okay. You can't because you've got to know their attitude, their behaviour. They don't miss a beat now. They, you know, follow up schools. They And with the advent of social media mm-hmm. – Yeah, okay. Blimey, you can't. Can't do a thing with these kids Yeah This guy's pretty alt-right <laughs>
0: Second round <laughs> How how hard is it then When you have a kid Who's a gun When he's like uh, Say 16 yep. And then does a serious injury In his final year oh, How yeah. much does that Throw a curveball into it Like obviously Max King Did his knee But still went at number uh, What do you go number Four Four Yeah yep. to St Kilda yep. So they obviously Saw the talent in him But someone who you go Fuck he's tracking really well Does a knee Has a leg break Whatever it is Was it uh did um, Ryan Burton, did he hurt his knee? Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah, there was a the Hawthorne
1: them. draft about 15 years ago or something. They basically crossed to like three people in hospital. <laughs> like there was a dude who was like, I think in a car crash that had his <laughs> hips broken and stuff. Was he it was like, it was this walking wounded, but we yeah. picked them all up. I don't know, how, I can't remember, you know, which one was which, but.
0: So when you speculate speculative like that, you go, he, if he was fit, he'd probably be a first rounder, but now
3: no one's so sure. Yeah, it's a real hard call. you, you got to probably now, with the faith in you, footy science department you'll probably try to trust them okay. and teams have got a good record like Hawthorne obviously Yeah, they are very confident and the kids then also look and go well they fixed mirror, they fixed him so they'll be happy enough to go there and the families will go well they can fix him mm-hmm. um, but it does really the other thing too the strengths of your club if you've really got a good strong list like Richmond at the moment
0: you can leave them in the twos for a little bit you can just
3: go oh, we'll take these kids and play for you we don't care we know he's going to come good we can yep. put him away for a year or two like Hawthorne used to do as well yep and then just go bang when they're ready, and people go, "Oh, they should have took him." <laughs> it's the old, "Oh, I don't know how he slipped through." <laughs> yeah, okay. Which you'll hear on Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday night. This is probably the first draft again. That I think they, clubs won't be lying in that regard and go because it's just an absolute roll yeah. oh, the dice on Later. those guys. And what? Sorry,
0: what about? Um, say you see a kid and you go, "We think he's got talent. Put him in the right um, environment, and yep. it can." become good like how does how does James Sicily slip through to 56 uh-huh. how does someone like that get through you, like what what don't you see at uh, junior level that makes him s- uh, such a slider because now he'd be top 10 oh. uh, 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 I didn't start word from the club well my my whatever but he's also
1: been touted now as a possible future captain might be surprising for some people.
0: Very surprising. So I think mm. everyone who doesn't make for Hawthorne. Oh, I know, but yeah, he's they, a say, but idiot. they say his off field <laughs> is actually acceptable.
1: Yeah. But
3: you know, you look at his first year at Box Hill and things like that and he you know, was playing pretty good and thinking, gee, you know, he's all right. Yeah. Didn't set the world on fire, I reckon. Okay. Um, but again, it could be, it might have been an attitude thing. They interviewed yeah, him. It's <laughs> not an attitude <laughs> yeah. thing. Well, he, he probably didn't have that then. And I clearly know where some guys don't have that mm. and they change. I, my son's probably one of the greatest in my mind, changing personalities. Um, the year, he, his last year attack, he played the 19 games, kick, I don't know, 30-odd, 40-odd goals come second in the tournament. So goal kicking, just used to play footy, didn't, yep. you know, bit of a bit of a pretty boy, cop yep. a bit from him, nah, just play, nothing. Uh, went across to Adelaide, to Norwood, Yep. and in a practice match, I read this forum going, geez, we're going to love this bogey, he gives it back, I'm thinking, what? And then I'll see a picture of vision of my son in a fight taking on three West Adelaide blacks on his own and just swinging like nobody's business and and when he played his first game at uh, Box Hill same sort of thing my friends are going Joel's on TV and he's fighting it was Digby Morelli he was having a punch-up with the big dig and only recently I sort of he's 31 now I'm just about days at back operations and whatnot but I said to him can you remember what made you change from he goes yep he said, well, I thought, i got to give it back, otherwise they're just going to keep bullying me, these older blokes and these bigger yep, blokes. Yep. And he thought, if I give one back, and then he used to enjoy it, and then he became that the guy. enforcer of his team. And they then knew that, well, Coombs is going to look after me if something's going on. And that's why the Norwood folk loved him in that capacity, because he did, even as a 19-year-old. He's like, I'm not taking no rubbish here. Yeah, right. Did people walk taller around him? Uh, <laughs> yeah, great expression. Cicely may have been that guy. I can't remember him. Yeah, I didn't yeah. interview him. I don't know. But I just... Get that picture of him that maybe was, you know, someone done something to him in a game, and he they thought, no, that's yeah, it. right, that's enough. And then after that, you know, the, like stood a little bit further away, maybe kicked a mm-hmm. couple and done well, and thought, hello, that works. I, I distinctly remember telling a kid that I coached at Mitcham, stand on your opponent's foot and see what happens. Yeah, if he pushes you or punches you, in tough guy. If he pulls his foot away and moves away. You win. You got him in the head already. And this guy, Brad Lavelle, he also used to spew before, you know. Like, he was that nervous. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. He'd line up and he go... Bleh. And his opponents going, oh jeez, <laughs> 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 <And laughs> he's he done it every game. Yeah, okay. Every game, Bradley Bell. little spe- Hence my nickname. I call him Chuck, and I have done this for the last uh, twenty years.
1: I remember playing an amateur game, and the guy next to me, like <laughs> I played on, he spewed about four times during the first quarter. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, but I think it was. I think it was more a hungover <laughs> thing <laughs> as opposed to. Yeah, but I, but, I, but he didn't get any touches, and I was like, and the coach was kind of like, yeah, what well, on you know, Mickey, you know, kept him. T- I'm like.
0: Yeah, I don't think I have much to tell you. <laughs> oh, What's it's it like um, when you are – so you, you're going into the draft, say, with your, with your team. Do you have – do you almost know where they're going to fall in, say, the first top five? Or do you have, say, four players on a wish list that you hope to have that will still be there by the time your number's called out? Say you're a say you're pick like nine, right? Yep. So there's going to be a fair bit before you. A lot can happen. Yep. Do you pray that someone falls through? Like Carlton, you know, last year wanted Liam Stocker. He was still available at 19, so they jumped in and did the swap with Adelaide. Do you have a wish list of like yeah, four or five? Absolutely. That, so That really changes on the
3: night? Well, I remember uh, the Goddard draft. Um, sorry. <laughs> no need for that, mate. Go to Carlton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone thought that happened until the last minute. It changed a few things. And like, okay, well, it looks like St Kilda will take him. And we were told the night before... Outside of the first three, who will we pick at pick four or five with our pick? each guy? Because the first three was going to be Goddard, Goddard Salopec and Wells. Okay. Or Wells and Salopec, whatever. Yep. yep. So we had it four, I honestly, can't or five. I can't remember who we had. Uh, anyway, the curveball came when I think the Bulldogs picked Tom, uh, someone's so. Oh, the one who's always breaking down, Tom Williams. Tom Williams, and, yeah. and I was standing at the back room with Peter Waitman. And we're going, oh, please come on, come Salapak, Salapak, Salapak is available, and we saw the the guys having a bit of a quick chat and the grins on their face, and we're going, we're going to pick Salapak here. This is and our whole thing would change and play a one number, blah, but blah, 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 Stephen Salapak, you flipping beauty, and that that was a massive surprise. Okay, even so early. Yeah. Then that then changed. Yeah. Now the back half because. You know, second pick, I think Port was always best player, so I can't remember who took. But then you're thinking, okay, we've got that gun midfielder, so now we can pick in our list of, and we'd have talls, medium okay. talls, yep, yep. smalls, medium smalls, just truckloads of lists and they just cross them off. And yep. That's why you see one guy on the table is probably, that's his job, <laughs> cross off and go, he's gone, he's gone, he's gone, he's gone. Yep. Okay, our next best is Rosie. Yeah. Uh, and he's a mid, and we've already got three. Our next one after that's Chamberlain. He's an, outs-
1: he's an outside player, though. <laughs> oh, Chamberlain I can and run inside. I can Chamberlain run from people. <laughs> Chamberlain and inside
3: mid. What do we do? No, I don't
0: think Chamberlain's <laughs> ever been described as inside mid.
1: And so, yes, yeah, so I just want to, uh, when it comes to that, is that it, how many different versions of the clubs would they be best player, and then other people would be
3: we want to get a positional no, player no, early pick best player. Yeah, gotcha. No, no, just first, I would say first round would be best player, uh, best player, sorry, second round, if you've got a you know, good list, you'll probably go best player, don't worry, and then your other picks will be, all right, now we need, what whatever. And, and what again, about when you get to like round four, say oh, five, geez. do you just go, who the fuck's left? I Correct. don't even know, half these kids, is that kind of what it <laughs> oh, is? Oh no, we know everyone, I reckon we'd had a hundred on the list. Really? So you're I'm, that Not I reckon, we did, we had a hundred names, yep. draft night, and put into their brackets, yep. Yeah, and that okay. was the same at Hawthorne. 100 names on the list. You'd end up having 120. You'd have that reserve pool yeah. to go, to. hope we don't have to dip into the air because that is a worry because they're development guys mainly or there's a, someone we're going to target the rookie. Yep. And that's why guys will slip because someone will do something you don't really expect it. Mm-hmm. Then the next club goes, we've already got two mids. Even though Sicily is a... Oh, we've already got two hard-pack flankers. Even though he's that, we can't go with three because then we're going to... No, You're all right. overloaded. Next club goes, we've already got five of them, and that's why it's going to be interesting with a couple of clubs this year early, because there's a group that are all so similar. I was <laughs> like, uh, can't have too many. Yeah, okay. Can't have too many. So we get back to your job interview at the time. Yep. Was it just one interview, or was
1: there a few matching up One interview, interestingly enough. You fucking nailed it. They. Yeah, I was
3: surprised, to be honest, because yep. I thought, well, I haven't been in the system, they don't know me, yep. and I think they, or no, I think Pelks told me they took the punt because of the fact that I'd watched... 18s I was coaching 18s yeah. and I'd coach men so I could see the difference between yeah okay. development and Port had a good team in place with Alan Stewart was an absolute guru Chris Pelkin the same and then Peter Waitman was with us uh, the great Peter Waitman next Fitzroy player and,
0: and so during that year so your first year they start yeah. to send you to under 18s games and do you start giving them names to go keep an eye on this kid and then Pelkin will go see him and go Oh, so, like, they get a gauge on how you yep. are seeing players and then whether or not they agree with you.
3: Pelkin took me to a game, game. Okay. And right. basically you buy you, like, buy a beer and a oh, no drink. Yeah, hot, you hot, do dog, do hot dog? Hot yeah. dog? Yeah, footy food, mate. You got, mm-hmm. That's the one thing. You just love the first few weeks. You're going, I'll be back into the pies and the hot dogs or yeah, whatever. Great. By around 15, you're going... <laughs> another <laughs> pie another... You go to the canteens, you're going... Have to, but I don't want to. You can't take your lunch. Yeah, to, yeah. Like you'd see one of the other recruiting guys laugh at you if you got a lunch. <laughs> and again, no one would have known my name as a recruiter, but they yeah. know the face. Yeah, yeah, They yeah. go, like "That's the Port the Adelaide bloke." Yeah, how are you? I don't reckon half of them knew my name, and I wouldn't know the other guys' names. G'day. Yeah, yeah. you had black and teal, and teal face paint on yeah. though. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, Pelkin took me to a game. Uh, I, he also took me to a VFL, maybe South Australian game where Pavlich played okay. in a pouring rain. He goes, Watch this kid, superstar at 16. He was right. Um, so then he'd, he'd take me, and then they let me go yep. on my own, give me uh, a club to go and watch or a game. It changed over the time. Are you bouncing around Australia at this point? Or no, or just i was just Victoria? doing TAC and, and whatnot. And then okay. they. Um, they let me go see a couple of amateur games. Go, go, watch them just so you could see yep. differences. Only a couple of amateur games because there was a big difference. And then um, in that first year, you just they on the Thursday night maybe you get a phone call from Pelkin or an email, mm-hmm. and go okay. Saturday Geelong Falcons versus so and so. Sunday so and so. Some games they would say we want you to watch Rosenbacks. Yep. Hot recruit, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Cold recruits just watch the game, see who you come up with yep and then hot recruiters definitely like you'd have a meeting every month and then they go okay anyone got anyone literally early days you yep. go yep out of Sandringham I reckon this guy's a jet these guys are the ones we've got to watch so then other guys when they go on the watch list will know okay I've got to keep an eye on these guys you come back the next meeting and they go what did you see in him He trash another guy go oh, I thought he was alright and third guy well oh, I've seen him as well not sure okay they are the headaches it's oh. so it's great. So complicated. It's great when everyone comes and goes, good call, mate, like him, yep. like him, like him. Uh, and then the system changed where they'd give you specifically two or three clubs. Mm-hmm. I remember oh, Sandy okay. Dragons was right. my team. Yeah. And then when you're done the championships, we'd all go together. Did Jaddy
0: play down Sandy again?
3: Yeah, I didn't see him that year. Okay. He, he was also Caulfield Grammar. Yeah. Uh, and I'd go and see schoolboy stuff when I yep. could because I was obviously working full-time, but occasionally I'd... Off and so you get a full time job? Oh yeah, I was working full time. Everyone does recruiting; you only do it part time. So it's not a, it's not a full time wage. Oh you geez, no. I it. think the first year, and you do a lot of your work at night, where you you know they'd send your vision, mm. you do your database at night. Yeah. Um, so a lot of work at night. Wow. And, and then I imagine they'd be sending you VHS tapes or DVD. Yeah, correct. Back then. Yeah. So I'd be doing that once the kids and the wife went to bed. I'd sit up, and watch that, do my reports. Uh, Work through the day, and then Saturday, Sunday, sometimes two games on the Saturday. Mm-hmm. So you'd leave at three-quarter time at one and get to the next, yep. and then get to the next, and sometimes VFL games. And occasionally I was flown to Adelaide, probably it might have been my second or third year, because the Adelaide boys were divided on a bloke, and they thought, okay, oh, yeah. let's get someone who hasn't seen him and has no attachment, Yep. go, and I flew over. And he'd done his hamstring in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and that's happened twice to me. Pelkin sent me to a game in Ballarat one night, fantastic, in June to watch this bloke, flipping freezing. And I'm looking and I go, where, where is he? he? Went over the team go, where? He goes, no, you're hurting the warm-up, mate. <sighs> oh, God. <laughs> and I run Pelkin and go, do I have to stay? <laughs> he goes, I'll go to the hotel and stay there overnight, mate, yeah, put yeah. it on the club and all that. And I go, do I have to stay here and watch it? There's flipping snow coming on the lights. <laughs> yeah. He goes... Oh, it's up to you. I went, yeah, all right, I'll stay after halftime.
1: <laughs> and would they have
3: people in each state? Oh, yeah. Every, yeah, gotcha. So WA we had. South WA, Australia, is, uh, sorry,
1: Victoria, maybe Tasmania, loaded, and you'd, then no, maybe not so much in Queensland. You'd have, have one
3: guy normally <coughs> Queensland, one in New South Wales. Sorry. drink. <coughs> one in, in New South Wales, which would look after Canberra. Uh, Victoria, we had 10, maybe. Yes. Maybe not 10, maybe eight. Um, one guy, do Tassie, used to be uh, the cricketers, Wade's dad. Oh, yeah. He was the guy down Tassie. Doug Wade. <laughs> South Australian group, obviously not as many. Yep. Maybe four-ish and maybe just two or three WA. Hmm. We'd all get together for championships. Everyone would come over. Right. Everyone. So when you're talking about watching the vision, yep. is this uh, the full game vision <laughs> or
0: do you focus, did they send someone to record the player? Like if I'm following Chambo, yep. do I just have a camera locked off on Chambo? So, because no. if you're just watching on the tape, you're not going to see what Chambo does, the no. two-way running. You're not going to see off the ball start. That's why you have to go to games. Yeah, okay. And that's
3: where you look and go. That's why the difference is in teams. That's why you know. he's a lazy fuck. <laughs> well, it, it is because if you see him off the ball, you're going – He's not really working hard, you yeah. know, and I don't yep. like that, or the, or the clubs don't like that. Yep. say, so, you know, no, because he's not working hard off the footy, or, geez, this guy's worked so hard off the ball, but he hasn't got it. He's led to the right places. Yeah, right. They haven't kicked it or it's fell short. And even some reports you'd have to give oh, that's interesting. with owners coming through about players. The only player that ever called me about a report, the only one, when I'd go and watch a forward game for port sometimes and against, I can't remember, a VFL team that were going to play Port Adelaide the next week. Players get reports on certain players. Kane Corns was going to tag whoever. He called me and went through the report. So diligent. He saying, was
1: mad for that stuff, wasn't he? Brilliant. Yeah. His, he
3: reports, he would read them through. He'd challenge you to go, okay, so you reckon 30 metres on his left as far as... He, so he'd know, all right, if I'm 35, I'm safe or because I won't kick that far, this bike won't kick it. Or, wow. okay, if he's got it, Corns was incredible. Right? hard, hard, hard worker Yeah, by everyone, just by miles apart. And I remember them saying, if you go to Peter Burgoyne's bag, you'll see every report in Peter Burgoyne's bag. Because <laughs> he'd go, oh, good, I'm playing. <laughs> Oh, right, I'll be right. Your opponent. Yeah, I'll see him on the weekend. Don't mm. worry about it. He won't get it because <laughs> <he>, and <laughs> Sean different. Sean would go through stuff, but yep. Kane Corns, only bloke in this. Got a thought. Is someone winding me up, you know? Mm. And it, no, it was him going through everything. And then of course I became so nervous watching that game. Yeah. Thinking, oh well, this could be the end of my career because if I get this wrong, I reckon he's going to go to them and go get rid of this bloke because, and <laughs> thankfully Corns had about thirty other days, but eight was against North Melbourne and he just towed him up, and, and I was sitting on Monday thinking, I'm going to get a phone call here. Yeah, <laughs> you know? um, yeah still haven't had the phone call, but anyway. Yeah, there you go, and I hope it works out, because yeah. I'm going I'm to get baked on SCN in yeah. 15 years. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, maybe he hears this, and he might say, oh, that was you. Thank you, Coonsie. He no. should. <laughs> Were there any speculative players that you took to Port who turned out quite well? <laughs> uh, not to Port. But to uh, the Hawthorne? Well, Port Adelaide one, I do remember when I had South Australian group, like mm-hmm. we were giving clubs, and they were at Carlton. I don't know if you ever went there in the championships when you see all the clubs in the boxes. No. We all used to get a box on the wing there, okay. all the clubs. And, and, and some guys that stay in the box. Some didn't want to be there because the stronger guys might influence players. So some – I had one black he Adelaide, he just went and sat. So he didn't want to hear the chatter. Mm. He needed to be whatever. You know, and it's great fun in the box. When Port were going so well, Alan Stewart was just – so funny to be around, you know, call the game and yeah, all that sort okay. of stuff. Brilliant. Brilliant. And they chat and they're going, Jeez, he's a good kick, or this guy's working hard. Some guys didn't want that, that noise around him. But I used to love sitting in the boxes with Alan Stewart. He's f- flipping legend, you know. And I gotta meet this Alan Stewart yeah, guy. No, awesome. He, he, the is. Podcast. he <laughs> really is. He is Is he still involved at Port? No, no, he went to the Crows at some capacity. Oh, you I dog. Know, I know. Turn coat. But no. he, he coached under Doesn't 18s. Like a good South a <laughs> Coached South Australian under 18s for a while. Central Districts, maybe back in the old day. But just one of the best blokes to learn footy from. And I just love listening to him and Pelkin talk. And I care what people say about Pelkin. He's, in my opinion, the second best in the business. You still look at those lists that he put together and the mm. way he done it. Port totally. Adelaide, no concessions. Win a premiership in you know, seven years. Yeah, yeah. Not bad from ground up. Yeah. Um, and Alan Scott said they'd never do it either. Yeah, no, Sean Burgoyne was playing uh, for South Australia and that was my team. And I remember bringing him up to the group. He had about eight touches in one game. And they're going, oh, he's a bit lazy and that. And he goes, you know, played back in the 18s and just not great. But then he played a reserve great game report Port and was really good. Thinking, well, okay, this guy then go steps up. He knows at the 18s, I haven't got these guys covered. Yeah. But then when he goes up the next level, he goes, geez, I better ramp it up. But there was one bit of vision, when you're talking about vision, I clearly remembered it in the game. When I got the vision from it and I asked for it, he'd, he'd done it. There was a pack. He led his opponent to the ball and he knew his opponent was going to jump. At the last minute, like he fainted, of leap and he just ducked out the back. Five guys going for it, came over, he grabbed it, took off, just kicked it forward and kicked you goal and I thought, that'll do me. That was... Sounds lazy. And now but, uh, Sean Burgle in place. Well, that's the thing, some will go, what a lazy man. No, 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 no. Yeah, and how many head. times he does that in his career? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, so, but he did have the ability, people knew about him. It wasn't the one, I'll, I'll just always hang my hand and pop you up below. <laughs> yep. That was the one that I brought up that even I remember Pelkin going, look, I'll. He was over at Norwood? Yep. He said, I'll check with the South Australian boys. And he goes, mate, they don't know a lot just a little back pocket sort of player. And And older, probably about 23 when he got picked up. Would that be right? Yeah, and I I actually – I never challenged sort of anyone too hard, but I absolutely remember saying to Pelkin, well, you need to sack all those blokes. he went, what? I go, he's an AFL player, I'm telling you now. They're not doing their job. And I thought, whoops. Yeah, yeah, you're going hard. And I'm, you know, still great mates with Pelks. And um, (laughs) and I think, okay then, all right, if you're that adamant, maybe I'll go and have a look at him or try to get some vision – um. see what you're seeing. And then I can't remember if they sent one of the Hawthorne guys over and still not a lot of love for him and they didn't take him. Then that following year, Nathan Bassett coached him, moved him to a bit more forward non-ball. Yep. He had a really good year and then uh, pick 66, Paul Piwopolo, uh, before I even got to text <laughs> Pelkin. He texts me going, you happy now? Mm -hmm. And I actually said, "Eh, three years too late, but anyway. (laughs) And I mean, I... Still speak with Puopolo. Yeah. Um, oh, you even take my place for dinner with him? I did, didn't we? A couple of years ago. On, yeah, Can you remember who else was with you? A couple of times. One of the other great comedians in the world? Dill, his uh,
1: son. I think Ern was there as well from my dad. Uh, Elbow Skin. My dad.
3: Oh, I thought my dad. I'm thinking, what was he there? <laughs> no, it was <laughs> Ernie from Elbow Skin. It was Michael Chamberlain from here and uh, Duaruk J. Singer from nowhere then.
1: And so, <laughs> where, where would they have been playing pop then? Were they playing him back, down back? Hawthorne, yeah, no, initially when he was at Nord, when you stayed there, oh, him yeah, him down back a little back pocket, yeah, just quick. Okay. But
3: I, I mean, my son was playing at Nord, and I went over and I watched him think, geez, and I went to him after the game. I said, Oh, how are you going? Uh, you know, Joel's dad, oh, yeah, and I said, um, but also, do you know who I'm? He goes, No, nah. I said, Okay, well, I work for Hawthorne. He goes, Oh, okay, didn't seem, <laughs> yeah, I'm a janitor, care less but, too know. much. <laughs> I'm a teacher, um, uh, I work for Hawthorne, he's pricked up a little bit and I said oh, I'm going to keep an eye on you mm. um, I, I, I like what you do and I'll keep an eye on you and obviously I felt really bad at the year when he didn't get taken but the year he did and uh said so we, Look it we go out was mm. it Cyril with us that year or was it just pup uh, just pup yeah oh, oh yeah. pup yeah I know they call him Poppy mm. but he was pup at Norwood, all his mates call him Pup. But Liam Sheil already had the nickname Pup.
0: Oh, okay. They had to. So
3: yeah. then they someone went double Pup Pop and Poppy. And That's no, no, it. tough. It's tough at <laughs> AFL level.
0: You just you don't you don't see that it's behind <laughs> yeah. the scenes stuff.
1: We'll uh, we'll jump into your top ten shortly. is gonna yep. be fascinating. We're gonna very quickly asked. I think we've asked about this before, but the better talk about that. I think Noah Anderson. They did that question in the oh, meetings. Oh, 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 you know, pull a lever, you kill five people, yeah. you kill one people. Like, <sighs> what
3: what's the go there? What oh, are they doing? that's true. They they've done this. For Have some you been years. in those meetings? Yeah. And some of the questions you shake, yeah, I again I knew questions that were coming. Mm. So I prepped Pup for his draft. Okay, okay, here the que- yeah. here are some they might ask you. Kill one, not five. I Didn't have the well, I'd be like yeah. So what? I knew the answers that they wanted to hear. <laughs> so I said yeah, right. I don't know which ones they're gonna give you because it's There's so many. But here's this one. The one about the footy in the middle, whoever gets it gets a thing. And when you take off you slip and your mate's ahead of you Will your ankle tap him to get past him to get the ball? Yeah, no, you won't. That footy means you're going to get drafted. If you don't get that footy, you're not drafted, No, you really. your honourable man. So you, so you think you're not going to oh, play over the footy you're now. John Landy picking up that other fuckhead who fell over. So you, that's it. Your dream is over now. If you don't get that footy, that's it forever. No, that's
0: the reason I'm playing AFL footy. I let that guy get in front of me. So you the idea is
3: it wrong. You cheat. God, you you knock them over. You do what, whatever you what can. What would you do if you were told? Well, mate,
0: if Clarko's your coach, what do you reckon you fucking do? Yeah, okay, but, but that's the thing, like where they you no, never you're not quite drafted. It's you're
3: not drafted. Is, you're eighteen years old. No, but if if, if Hawthorne are asking, and this is Hawthorne asking the question, it's coming from Clarko. I you wouldn't know exactly need exactly. It's you're coming from to Clarko. I wouldn't need to cheat because I'd, I'd it ankle it anyway. tap him. No, no. If he's on the ground. I'd You've break slipped. his fucking jaw. <laughs> You've in front. You slipped at the start. <laughs> yeah, this is the smart. I'd recover like a cat. <laughs> and it, this is what some of the smart kids will do, and they'll go, "No, you have slipped, and you are behind him. There's one meter to go. If you ankle tap him, he falls over. You get the footy. You are drafted. He's banished." He's banished. His life's ruined. Gone. He's a bum. Do Finished. we get
1: to kind of have a bit of a say to him afterwards? Like, ha-ha, I'm, we, I'm drafted, mate. I'm on, that, I'm on that sweet 90
0: <laughs> not grand. Till, not until 20 years later when you're standing on the... Uh, you realise... <laughs> this,
3: this could be a million dollars, you know, because, mm. I mean, Choco used to say now you should walk away a millionaire if you get drafted now because of the money. Yeah. So you're looking at a million dollars, Rosie. I'm you're a, you're going to be. An
0: honour, I'm an honourable person. You're going to,
3: but, but your whole life, you're going to be. What am revered? Fucking, what am I, an
0: Irishman? Come on.
3: You're going to be revered. Oh, you are now for your Commonly. Well, that but, is true. That is very true. But you know, women. See, I didn't need it. <laughs>
0: I've, got
2: that, them off. I've got that in space.
1: So I meant the, to. I meant to kill one person or five. What's the <laughs> answer for that one? <laughs> well, well, no. You
3: tell me what you would do. I'm so. Fascinated. I'm trying to think of
1: the question now. It was, it was pull the lever, you Get you kill four. You kill one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'd kill one. Is that okay? Kill
3: one, yeah,
0: do nothing. Kill one, pull the lever. Kill five. Yeah, what are you doing? Oh, well, I'm well, killing we five. We know what you're doing. I want the count. I want the body count. Hang on,
3: you just changed. You were you were going to let a guy pick that footy out because you're noble. Now you're yeah, ankle five? taps
0: hurt like fucking killing someone. With a, a with a tram is fucking fun. Made not kill anything. Made a train. A, tra- a train hurts.
3: I used to be an ambulance officer. I picked up a jumper from a train track once. It's not pretty. <laughs> and this is this is taking a turn. Let's get into the uh, let's get into the top ten,
0: shall we? No, no. Let's talk the about questions, that more.
3: <laughs> the questions. The questions anyway. They they are genuine. The stories about Choco, you know, throwing things at Cassisi and Jude Bolton, they are all true. Yeah. Those books that these guys write when they're finished yeah, yeah. are going to be incredible reading because all those stories you hear are true. And it's hard to answer the questions, you know. Yeah. I even said to Piuopolo, this is the answer that your girlfriend needs to give because they're going to ask oh, yeah. you about, you know, because it's South Australian. Yeah, is she, she going to want to move. She was going to be in the interview. Hmm. So her answer has to be, I don't care where he's drafted, I'm following him. Um, it's the best thing, you know. Pup's family all moved over here when he's drafted. His mum, his dad, his sister was already here, so they're entrenched in Melbourne. He's he's got to, going to walk into finance Jeez. at Finchley Holdings. So. It's a bit of fucking
0: pressure when everyone moves over. Well, I think uh, wasn't yes, their family.
3: talk though? It was, uh, I can't remember reading, but they
1: when they maybe put Pop up for um, trading mm. a couple of years ago, he was like, oh, yeah, look, no. my, I think wife at the time. Yep. Well, sorry, and now got I a think he was like, then wife and their yep. family come over. Yep. It's like. Man, they are already come here. I
3: yeah, can't. Yeah, I yeah. Can't, can't believe do it again. again. Yeah. yeah. Look, and a lot of times when you see those things up about trade, uh, not really true. Sometimes the clubs throw things out there, you know, to just put them off the scent. Which I absolutely guarantee you. You know, I, I know I've been told get that out there somehow. Yep. Easy now with social media, you can, you know, just say to a mate that you know. <laughs> Can't keep secrets. <laughs> you know, he's going to go to some forum. You go, well, I'll get this one. Go, hey, geez, I heard Hawthorne are really keen on Adam Rosenbach, So yeah. he's going to go to a forum. Wouldn't you be? And uh, off it goes. And then it's like wildfire, the scent goes here, this goes there. Man, there's a lot of games to okay. place. And then All also, right.
1: just very quickly, so someone like An Eddie Betts, you go, okay, mid uh, October, you've traded to Carlton, you've got to be training mid November, whatever. Did the club put them up in a house for a little bit or something? Like, how do you do yeah, those just transition yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, Hawthorne, remember, had th- those ones at uh, Waverley Park. That was your Waverley, Obviously, now they're going to buy in Dingley. They can have my house, bring the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the old, Coom- uh, I was going to say Coombsy Community Centre, <laughs> Kennedy
0: Community Centre. I've got a statue there. I've got a statue.
3: I'm not yeah. done, I suppose. <laughs> um, so, yes, they do until they transition into either their own place or and the young guys they used to put up with, sometimes they are a house Mother, I suppose. You know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. My son, they don't mean when you was in Norwood. They had about three or four of them living in a house. This lady looked after him. Nice spot to live in Norwood, though, too. It was lovely. But yeah. because their life is so structured, that's the hard thing people don't understand when players finish. the game. for 10, 12 years or so, they've been told what time you get up, what's well, the where you go. It, it's oh, wow, yeah, great analogy. And then all of a sudden, they've got to go. Oh, what time do I get up? Whenever I want. How well, I have for breakfast, whatever yeah, I want. Jesus. Oh, geez, I've got to get a job because mm. some of them, obviously have uh, never had jobs. Mm. That's where this argument comes well, in, no, should like we give them jobs? Chris Judd was an ambassador for Vizzy, so he's already, he already <laughs> knows what it's like to have a high-paying... <laughs> have a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Man. yeah. I mean, yeah, you yeah. know, you, he's ready he to was get out, into the workplace.
1: He was on the front of the... Um, I mean, he's basically the out Thromberg. Um, yeah, Chris exactly. Judd. Exactly.
3: And before I get on about the drafting, I reckon they are... The AFL are conditioning us ready. They've done it over the last couple of years you know when we brought in the spp and uh, you know pick a player in march if someone goes down mm-hmm. then that mid season oh, yeah, one yeah yep yep yeah they're doing that with players who haven't been nominated i reckon the next thing is they'll be able to trade current players along with draft picks maybe even on draft night not mm-hmm. this year so next year pick 5 might come up and they go all right we'll give you 5 and rose again <laughs> yeah <laughs> right yeah for whatever that i reckon that I will reckon that's coming. that'll be next is that an NFL thing? Do they do that in the NFL? Yeah, you can trade players and picks. Now, the next step is exactly what they do in the NFL. AFL contracts finish October thirty-one. Yeah. I get paid November one. The door will come open, and the trade period will finish uh, May. Yeah, they trade. They trade late in the NFL. Like they can still trade now. NBA in trade week, up to February week twelve. Yeah. So it's about week, It's about halfway in. It, I think yes. the NFL. Yeah. And NBA is February is the deadline for trades all the time. I think the AFL want that and they will get to it, but it's such a big thing for us to go, <gasps> you know, you hear about the NRL guys. Round two, and, um, Angus Crichton playing for South goes. Oh, I've just signed with, with Eastern Suburbs next year yeah. for five years. We, we'd have a heart attack if, yeah. you know, so I think that's the next step with the okay. draft and trading. Not right. t- what's next year, 2020? Yep. Maybe the end of next year yep. they bring in, you can add a player. Yep, yep, in the draft. And then maybe 2021... The door goes okay, November 1 till May 30, and it's open slather. And because NBA clubs, you know, who are on the cusp, yeah, will look down the bottom to try to get guys through and salary dump. Uh, uh, that I think is what the AFL will do if you're on the you know, fascinating. There was a uh, great story I heard on a podcast about Ben Graham,
1: and he said that I can't oh. remember what team he was, but he got cut that week, and yep. then he uh, uh, that team was playing in London, yep. and his replacement player didn't have a passport,
3: so couldn't go. And so they kid. called back up and said, Hey,
1: uh, do you want to come <laughs> play with us this week?
3: Yeah, well, the NFL last week, a guy was out kicking, so they got a young kid in that had been in for the week. Yeah. They put him in for a week. Can yeah. you imagine so that here? Was that San Francisco? Yeah, uh, Well played, yeah. yeah and, he, and he lost the game. Well, he kicked it to put in overtime. Yes. And then, lost and then it. absolutely shanked it and lost it. Mm. But could you imagine that in the AFL here they take a guy out of the VFL for a week. <laughs> yeah. And go, "Oh, we need you here. Great, thanks. Played well, 30 touches." But yeah. anyway, he's back. He so replaced he you. He yeah.
0: Yep. All righty, let's go. Uh we can move down to number 3, can't we? Yep. Exactly <laughs> so right. can I ask a question? I've wasn't aware.
1: Of this. I'm looking at the real world here now. So Gold Coast have already picked their players. Yeah, one or two. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> But, like, it says here on the Apple website, <laughs> number one. <laughs> Israel. Matt <laughs> Rao. Yeah, and then number two, Noah. Noah yeah. Anderson. Yeah. So, so is like the, the, this <laughs> website going, that's just what's going to happen? Or <laughs> has it actually officially been
3: called yet? Well, it's not no, official. Wednesday night. It will be. But it's, it's wow. 100% locked. Yeah. Okay. They're not allowed to. I still reckon, reckon they have good. No. Can they're they, not doing it. What if they
0: throw him a bit of a curveball? <laughs> but see, the, the thing about these two, they, no want, cool they don't want to separate them because they're best buddies. No? And so they, they think players, they've got
3: more longevity in their per, potential careers. Keep together. Staying, mm-hmm. yep. you know. And they are Jets. Real, we knew this time last year, was going one. I don't, I don't reckon he's played a bad game. Did you see his championships? Jeez. No. Every time he plays, he goes up a level. Who's he like? Him. him. He's like him. I think he's... I, I, can't compare him? No. Like Selwood or...? No. Well, maybe that inside toughness, but then he's got other dimensions. I don't think Selwood does. I think he's better playing than Walsh. Really? I think you'll think you'll be pretty amazed if you're seeing because I think he'll adapt really quickly. Yeah, okay. The only issue, obviously, he's not going to have a Crips around him. You know, Lions or... Um, what's the other midfielder? Uh, uh, swallow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a creep, So That might be a bit difficult because the other clubs will go, well, oh, he's the one we him. put time in. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Walsh got off the lead a fraction.
0: If Noah Anderson wasn't best mates with Raoul, would he go number two? Yeah, he's a very good player. Yeah. Yeah.
3: He's a jet. Bit taller. Um just class. <laughs> he's class. I think if, my if notes. they didn't have one and
0: two, <laughs> yeah. would there be a toss up between the two or is Raoul just such no, a no. standout? No, Raoul's a standout. Okay. No
3: I think my notes for Raoul um strengths says everything. Okay. Um and that's, that's, that's pretty good. That's my notes. That sounds like <laughs> me. <laughs> that's, that's a full year's work He's a guarantee, <laughs> guaranteed
1: guaranteed start
3: around one. Oh, yeah, get him in your supercoach. <laughs> yep. Him and Anderson will probably be the most taken supercoach players in the history of the game. Everyone's going to have him. Pick two, Nara Anderson. My notes on him for strength says, almost everything. <laughs> really? Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. And that's that's a year of work, by the way, for those two comments. No, I appreciate so it, mate. I appreciate so the, the effort thing. you put in. Thanks very much for that. <laughs> so it's why been fun. All the
1: best. Why... Almost. Like, what's his... Quite for like a am just as
3: hard as, as Raoul at winning the footy, that's all. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's probably... He's taller. Probably a fraction quicker. But you're going to... I mean, even as an opposition person, you'll sit back and go, geez, this is good watching this kid. If you're just a footy purist, and which I know you are, you will enjoy watching this guy play. Yeah. It's the first time you'll probably sit there and think, oh, I don't mind the Gold Coast with this kid playing. Yep. And... I think Anderson is again, you know, only a struck match behind him, but that far in front of three, it ain't funny. History could happen this year, you know, in the Rising Star. Could happen. Do you think a tie? No, no. Hmm. One, two, three, could be all Gold Coast. Really? Oh, how about Isaac Rankin, mate. <laughs> yeah. Or Ben King. One, two, three, four. There could you Could go. be Gold Coast. Fuck, Got another one for me, quick. We'll get top five. Bro- Brody's played too long, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's plausible with these guys. And the impact. The if he, oh no, nah, he. Oh. No, he's forward. They, yeah. don't, they don't win anything. But, nah, but he did play down back. But <laughs> as far as talent and all that, look, yeah, Rankin, I, I've always loved Rankin. I thought he was going to be the best player out of that draft. Yeah. I still think so. I thought Rosie yeah. was probably number two. Can Sam Walsh go three. back to back? <laughs> Played too many games, didn't he? Damn it. So about
1: it. that logic then, things
3: are looking up. Uh, uh, I do have Gold Coast moving up because I thought with those two and King, sorry, I forgot about him, yep. and Rankin back and then Lacocious with another year, if, if they finish in the bottom two this year, the serious problem is now. Yep. This will be You just get horrific. the sense that the culture
0: is starting to shift up there. The fact that they, they those guys signed on, Stewie Dew has started to, like they, they were good in the first five, Four six rounds weeks, and then fell yep. apart.
3: Do, do but, you know, they, but, but they were very young. But, but really fell apart. Do you know like, who they've true, got? true. Do you What's know mean? what their draw is, by any chance, for the first three weeks? I, I actually don't know. No, I didn't look into it. But I reckon that's going to be important. I don't think, again, conspiracy theory here, I, I reckon they're going to be winnables. Because mm-hmm. you know, I, I think they want them, they really want them to succeed oh, this year. Oh, okay. Interesting. So they get, well, a f- get a few wins under the belt, get well, confidence and all that chose. The core five young kids are five of the best young kids
0: in the last... Jeez. So they've got Port Adelaide at home. Uh, got Geelong down in
3: Geelong oh, And then whoops. Sydney There at goes home. my theory. Sydney at <laughs> home Then Freo away Oh the AFL haven't done them a favour there, <laughs> no, no So they might be Get rid of them <laughs> Well Port at home they, You know You know what Port like Who who knows what Port like mm, yeah. Jack Watts back Could be the difference maker <laughs> uh, He's had a quiet offseason? Definitely though. good for the uh, after match Yeah uh, <laughs> So they could be in the first game Yeah true Won't beat Geelong down there I wouldn't have thought so No <laughs> And
0: then they've got the Swans <laughs> It's a tough one Then the Dockers uh, over in Perth They're 1-3 yeah, <laughs> then Melbourne <laughs> at home, then GWS.
1: All the square, three and three. Yeah. I'm tough three. On, really getting tired of you questioning the
3: integrity of AFL, yes. uh <laughs> Oh, right. mate, I don't care. So Not come, on my like, watch. They can come after me, i will be dead in six months. So they're like, a, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey this guy knocking on my wife's door. Where's your husband? On the shelf up there in that box full of ashes. <laughs> go and have a chat to him if you want. Yeah. Just move his dad over, he's right behind him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My Pick legacy. three. Pick three, Melbourne. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. Now,
0: are they going to go the Brody Grundy Ruckman? Is it young? Can you
3: look at that? My list right. is just messed because of... What they might I do. I think the noise is loud enough that they're going to take Jackson. Jackson, look Jackson. I actually originally had Jackson floating down at seven, I think, like three because I thought. So you've got them taking Jackson? I think they, I, I think it's going to happen because there's just so much noise around it. And we know when there's noise, Taranto, remember? Yep. All of a sudden he's going, Taranto, 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 and GWS called him. And they got it right because he's just flipping gun.
0: So is it... Uh Obviously, that's a long-term thing. So, how old's Max Gorn? Like, 28? Oh, we would be... Yeah, let's say that. Yeah. So, yeah. you would... You would 26. Yeah, they would not expect Luke Jackson, who's a ruckman. They wouldn't expect him to do anything for four years, would they? Can,
3: can play a bit forward, too. Okay. Haven't they got a, another big bloke sitting there that they recruited? or drafted. Another big ruck. They do. They do. They've got another one sitting on the list. So, okay. that's why they can probably take him and go, look, we've got Gorn, we know he's still going to be right. Yeah. We've got Pruce, as a big... Yep, big body, huge thing. Useless. And the other guy? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so you can sit back a little bit. Yeah, Enjoy it. Great. And I think I think they will. I mean, personally, no, I wouldn't have but the noise is there, so we'll, we'll just roll. We got eight out of ten. Um, I mean, the last three years. So yeah. I mean, We're very We're emphasis very good. Yeah, we emphasis on we. Yeah, I was good. talking to my wife just before I left, and that's a we. I said, great. it's a team effort here. Thank you,
1: mate. With uh, the one effort. and two being set in stone, and then daylight yep. to third. Yep. Uh, does that make it easier for the recruiters there? From, no. you know, three to ten. Whatever. This is the
3: hardest one I've ever done. And Again, mm. I, I because think there's because so it's so many. Three to ten. Uh, they're good players. I, I really don't think it's a great draft. It's there's depth there, and they are good players. And someone is going to jump up west GWU and go, "Jeez, he's been all right." But who's like, the so even? Who's the best of the rest of the midfielders? Then so oh, who Gr- will be the Green. next Green? He's Green? Okay, he's,
0: so Green will go at number four to GWS, So they don't have to bid no. on him.
3: Is that right? Um, yes, three, four. No, Sydney will will. Um, they will be there ahead of GWS, so then they'll match it. Uh,
0: GWS a GWS are at four, aren't they? No, Adelaide.
3: Yeah, but they switched. Uh, oh, okay. GWS at four, here. correct? GWS at four. So Gee, the I a- don't. The Shit. They won't call. <laughs> they won't take him at four. Green. No, they'll take Young, because then what they're banking on is Sydney, who are at five, will then call Green, and they'll match it, and they'll match it.
0: Uh, so they get two. They, they, they get picked four and five. The team that played in the grand final. <laughs>
3: Get pick four and pick five, four then. and five, and and Sydney will do it just to go. All oh, right, I'm going to make these muggers yeah, yeah. do this. Okay, so you're saying Hayden Young? any club sitting behind are going to bid on Green? He's a jet. If I, as I, I think I said early, a really good first three and no, it yep. falls away, okay. my three would be Green. He is the thing is with him, he's going into that midfield at GWS, he's not going to stand out heaps because of. Taranto, Kelly, Cornelio, what's the other ones? Yeah, how many of them? They just keep rolling out. So he's going to be a guy that'll sit back, might play, I don't know, half a dozen games. People go, geez, he's a good player. like that other kid that came in and kept doing all right. Um, Yep, him, Hatley. Oh, yeah. Done all right for a few games. Back he went, singing, come this guy. He feels great. So they can go, some are good. And I think at four, they're going to take Young. Hayden Young. Correct. Okay. Then at five Sydney will call green. Green. GWS will match it in a heartbeat.
0: Okay. All so right. they'll get green at five. Can I you think. talk people
3: through the matching process? Yeah. Oh, it's it's points and all it's so each pick has got points allocation to it and you have to have enough picks then to add up to the points. It's like when you go and get a passport or something where you need <laughs> you need <laughs> yes, like, so uh, no yeah, points. yeah, And that's why clubs <laughs> do in the last three days you've seen, you know, pick swaps. Yeah, yeah. And that's for um, Value, DVI, Draft Value Index. Yep. So they go, all right, we've got four picks at the back. Pick 50, 58, 60, 62, all add up to... So they void those for yeah, five. Yeah, they go So they that. lose those picks. Okay, they, that's interesting. So uh,
0: uh, Tom Green, at, at, and you reckon he's a gun?
3: Yeah, he's a very good player. Okay. He's a hard inside bull too, and um, I think I, maybe in the, my notes sort of said that. Oops. Yeah, stoppage bull, contested ball, winner, clearance winner. Yeah. Um, Strength through the hips, stands up. Yeah, he's one of those. Um, remember the Robert Harvey sort of okay. twist, and yeah, they never yeah. tackle him? Yeah. I mean, someone currently is also great like that, I reckon, too. Crips. Oh, it doesn't fall down. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Green's very like him. Okay. You're having a good day with... Ta- oh, man, I'm very <laughs> the good knowledge is great. Yeah. You've been Fuck, studying I'm for a year, in he? Mate, if someone comes uh, asking for... Knocking? Me. Yeah. I'll, uh, when I talk to Pelks this week, I'll I recommend... I it. mean, I'll probably
0: see most of these boys up at schooly, So, <laughs> <laughs> I'll... Uh, well, like, they oh, won't be there. Rosie, you go, Jeez, what are you doing here? <laughs> uh, different reason, fellas. <laughs> Why, Why are you wearing <laughs> a fake moustache? <laughs> <laughs> tell you, if they
3: turn up, Yeah, that'll be their first sight There'll be recruiters up there going... Right, he's out. I think I told you once, one bloke... A handshake got him not drafted. Because <laughs> really? the coach shook his hand turned around. Don't pick this bloke. He didn't look me around and shake me hand, yeah. And, and he wasn't picked. He was actually a good player. Okay. Had a good championships and... No, nah, gone, gone. Gone, yep. All right, so Sydney at pick number six now. Yeah, this is, this is where it becomes hard because okay. there's so many the same, but I reckon they might go the kid Lachlan Ash. Yeah, there's been a bit of talk about Ash. Yeah, well, he's pretty neat. Where's he out of? I do have my notes here. Lachlan Ash... He's a Murray Bush a kid, 186 and 80 And he's just, he's a defender Okay So he's like, nowadays you know, you don't have a back pocket or a halfback flank like your day mate Yeah He's a defender, but 186, you know, halfback or a pocket I suppose mm. is what we look at He's a run and carry sort of, boat, very dashing sort of runner And I think Sydney need that because they've lost Zach Jones and Newman the year before Yes so they lost a little bit of run um, on Nick Smith, retired, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Know, he wasn't a, you know, but there has got some holes in that back line now. So I think he will be the perfect kick for them. He's a really good kick Well, also too.
0: you'd imagine that, um, uh, what's his name, Callum Mills and Heaney will spend full-time midfield soon. Well, you that's... start to think. It's,
3: it's been happening the last two years. and we've always keep thinking they'll push him through now. Yeah, push and, and they haven't. They have to now. Yeah. And that's Heaney, Jeez, Well, I coached his dad. <laughs> At Cardiff, when I he was a Cardiff boy. I was at Keone, so I'll take him as well. Um, yeah, you're right. Again, Rosie. Right, again. Jeez. You, you don't need me. I should me. be on trade, bro. You, you don't need me, We mate, do, mate. No. We do. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> so pick seven now is Adelaide? Yes. <laughs> Who do you think, sir? <laughs> no. Nah. Um, absolute lay down, there if he's still there, Sam Flanders. I mean, yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about Flanders. Uh, yeah, they just love him, the crows, from what I okay. hear. <laughs> Inside impact. Uh, well, 182 and 81. Now, that's almost the perfect build, the 100 rule. Okay. So, you know, one, 100 off your height is yep. perfect weight, which is where I'm f- fairly... <laughs> <laughs> You've missed the mark. So I'm 178 and 110. So I'm... Uh, Forty-two out. Oh. Are <laughs> you travelling, Chuck? You'd be perfect. You'll you? get drafted. Craig. You'll, don't be worry about it. <laughs> you'll be perfect. I believe in perfect, you. Rosie. You'll be perfect as well. Thank you, mate. So the one hundred rule is is pretty good. So, like, if you weigh 82 kilos would be all right. Uh-huh. You know, a couple of kilos either side, but you certainly don't want a 182 guy sitting at ninety. Cause yeah, you think, geez, it could be a slow. But this is a How really good kick. Stephen May
0: was two hundred and fifteen centimeters tall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's pretty quick
3: too. Yeah. yeah fla- right, so we got uh, we've got double Frio here. Oh wow. Is, what's the old expression kissed on the they have been have they who are they going to take they're going to go the what do they int- need to fill yeah well they need to fill a few roles don't they because they've lost a couple they've yeah. lost a bit of run with Hill and Langdon um, so I think first up they're going to go where'd I go where'd I go Robertson he's the he's Devin a local Robertson. kid there he is. Hey. So he's a Perth boy? Yep. Do you think From they were, they
0: kind of look into that a little bit more? Like if there's a, a choice between two, they go, go the Perth kid?
3: Well, this draft particularly, I think, you know, even if you look at the heights and weights, you know, 182 and 80, these other guys, 182 and 81, yep. 186. And, they are so similar. And a lot of my notes, I'm thinking, I'm writing the same thingy about some of these guys. Mm. Yeah, right. So what we've seen lately, that go home factor is, yep, yep. is an issue with yep. some. Although I suppose Hill's sort of – Went home, then coming. came back, yeah. yeah. But the wife's from here, so they just go home. And it didn't help that. It's it important. didn't matter. It was uh, five years at 900 grand either. That was yeah, uh, well, was so that's, well, yeah. that's probably the second thing in his life. <laughs> um, so, yes, again, Rosie, on the money. Um, with this fella, he attacks a footy, contested, freakish. He's pretty good at that uh, hand movement of the ball I have. Pressure around the footy's pretty good. Um, and a note, I i mean, I didn't write this one. I, I found this one from somebody else who told me. I reckon he's a pretty good leader. Okay. And again, with that go home sort of thing, you'd be thinking, well, he's here and he's a good leader. That's thats yeah, a, yeah. another it's tick that they wing. want. Yep. Huge The character stuff for these guys is massive now. Yeah, okay. And if you can find someone who is a bona fide-born leader, I think that's really going to push him up now, it, yep. especially in this group because they are dead set struck match between a lot of them. Yeah, okay. And so, their their next pick then? Uh, pick nine, I reckon this is where they'll take the punt on Kemp, the kid that done the ACL. Brody Kemp. Brody, that's okay. him. Thank you. Yep. Um, I've moved him around a few times. I think I, I had him at four or, f- or five at one stage to Sydney, and so then. So he's
0: a tall defender, which they've kind of got a bit of. Uh, Alex Pierce, they've got down there. They got Luke Ryan.
3: Yeah, this guy's a one ninety two and eighty two, so he's, he's got a bit of weight to put Got on. a bit to go, so they might think, okay, Bendigo Pioneer. Waterfall. Yep. And he's, I think he done an ACL, I'm sure. He's not back to the middle of the year. Okay. And because he's got these two picks early, well, well I think they'll have three, they can, they can do this, yeah, this okay. guy. and so, say right, he's a utility. Inside mid, can play anywhere. Pop him away, get him recovered, throw a few kilos on him. Yep. Well, 82, but he's coming off a knee, so maybe they won't put the weight on him until the year after. Just make sure his leg recovers. But yep. he's the punt pick. Wouldn't surprise me if Sydney called him early. Okay. Uh, at, at six, I'd, they may do that. Uh, GWS, I oh, know. I think they'll go young because he's such a, a really good player. But yeah. again, if they look at the team, geez, we've got so many good inside mids. This guy's a bit of utility. They are going to watch Zach Williams next year because there's, you know, he's out of contract. Yeah. Um, Lockie Whitfield's out of contract, so they're the run and carry halfback yeah, flankers. Okay. So this Can they keep two? What did Canelio sign for? I don't know. Figure, but we been a bunch, yeah. A squillion so they're mm. gonna have to. Yeah, they're gonna have to keep Duranto and. There's a few oh, players they've got to hang on to.
0: Right? <laughs> got to yeah. him, I think him as well.
1: Kelly was big money as oh, well. Yeah, of course,
0: just oh, Kelly. Just yeah. Kelly. So they're gonna lose someone. You, you're assuming. Yeah. So yeah. maybe they
3: might go. Well, we need this this Mister Fix it sort of role instead of the. Okay. You know, but best player is young there, so take him. And then the blue bag is up next. Around <clears throat> the top ten. This is where I think they will call Liam Henry. Liam Henry. Yep the uh, academy kid from Frio. Okay. And you know what Frio will do? Match. <laughs> so you don't get him.
0: Oh, so you reckon he goes to Frio? Sorry,
3: mate. I swear I reckon Frio are going to have 8, nine, ten.
0: God fucking damn.
3: There you go. And I think he would have been a lovely little fit for Carlton. Okay. Because of the bets thing. Yep, yep. He's a small forward. He one ninety uh, 79, 67 Claremont. But again, he's uh, freakish. coming forward. Good at s- second thirds, does everything that you want a small forward to do. Um, and that's the
1: first forward, I think, of the top ten, ten that you've got. I think that's our first forward.
3: Our
0: first, yeah, stay at home forward, like yeah. small forward. Oh, it yeah. Is yeah. Too. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, wow. there's
1: no kind of key position. Actually, I don't think no, you've got any no, key positions in there either. Brody yeah.
0: Kemp, as said, is a tall defender, so he's kind of the closest okay. to a key position. More of you a might utility, get. I reckon. Mm. But anyway, yeah, okay.
3: So I think I think you'll be matched, mate. I think they'll jump. Okay. But then Carlton, I know we're only talking 10, but I, I think Carlton will still be licking the lips because I'll get Caleb Sarong. And he's a gun? Yep. I, my early draft, I had him at four. Okay. Did I have him at four? Yes, I did. Yeah, right. So it's that tight in, in that six to and eight. After the thing that the threw me was and Jackson Anderson. with all that talk because I had Jackson down at seven to three hour originally. Okay. And then when there was pick swaps and whatever, then you thought, well, Sarong could be the slider, but originally they at four. My notes with him. Inside mid. Yep. Carlton need one of them. Well, they've got Liam Stocker, but yes, they do. Uh, General forward. Do they need one of them? Well, that would help. This kid, 178.83. So he's got a bit of meat on him. Beautiful. Yeah, One-on-one. Powerful overhead mark. Good first step. Moves the ball quick. I reckon he'll fit you pretty good at okay. 11, mate. Love it. Thrive. And Melbourne have slipped to 12, and there's still one, two, three, four pretty good players. Five... Pretty good players that haven't been taken, but very even. And again, someone I've got sitting out at seventeen could quite easily be picked up. Uh, I think the big floater could be Will Gould. Mm-hmm. He could go in the top ten, but then he could slide to Richmond at whatever their that first big Perfect. Like South Australian kid. Yep. And the and your man, Cosy Pickett. Yes.
1: Yeah, I messaged you a few weeks ago. So uh, oh, yeah, people yeah. are want to jump online on YouTube, uh, sure. Cosy Pickett uh, playing over. A, Byron's cousin? Yeah, he's right? a
3: cousin. That's uh, he's pretty Does good.
1: He? cyril like things. Like <laughs> yes. quite the highlight reel. Yeah. He and he
3: where, did I read someone say he, he likes hurting people? Yes, <laughs> no, 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 I, no, no. I read oh, that. Oh that's Choppy. Choppy used to lo- <laughs> <laughs> I had great mates with Simon Godfrey and I, uh, Choppy got him once and I rang as How you feeling a headache. Uh, you know, he said I'll be out for a week or so. And they rang him on a Friday. Oh good, <laughs> a mate, nice to hear from you. I said, Dude, I'll call you Monday. Ah, huh, awesome. He <laughs> hey. He got Byron picketed. He had three weeks, he said, of massive headaches and problems. And the Goddard was really worried because he got in. Yeah. And he's thinking, great, I'm going to miss weeks. So I won't get back in because the coach was down there at the time, didn't like me too much, but I was playing well. And then um, he had headaches for a long time. And there oh, is wow. a very, uh, I
1: suppose, reminiscent clip on, on the YouTube highlights of uh, Cosi running through a bloke who's <laughs> yeah. chasing a guy. Yeah, no, <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, it's, got quite, it right. it's quite,
0: quite awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
3: He's going to create a bit of angst i reckon because I melbourne i don't think melbourne will take him i think they'll go stevens The hawks will go fisher mccasey probably real good player pick 14 becomes interesting because it's port adelaide oh yeah and they already got mead stashed away that they'll pick up later on which yeah. they got points for so pick 14 whilst there's guys that i you know will gould who's a south australian um stevens who might not be and might be there tis I think the romance and tantalising. Yeah. Pick it, wouldn't it? And oh, they've uh, got rid of Sam Gray, small forward gone. Robbie's 32 this year. Yeah. So, and he's just about on his last legs. That'd be amazing. And then I think Bulldogs would just be like, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they go Cody Waitman because he's, he's a similar type. But um, so I think that Rans out me 15, mate, I reckon. I've just got those other guys sitting there. Often, no, that is fantastic.
1: How often do uh, you know you predict uh, someone goes at 15 and they yep. go at five?
3: Oh yeah, that happened a couple of years ago with Taranto. I didn't have him at two yeah. Okay. They just pulled the wheel I mean they know more than they got to interview him and those sort of things they love and you know. There'll be there'll probably be a couple of mature ages taken this year because of the but fact that it's yeah, yeah. that it's even. They might think, geez, we need a bit of a stronger body with these yeah. and the same old disc keeps popping up, you know, Bolton, Joy Bolton from was Collingwood think, a few years ago. Yes. Had another great year. Schloth or Schlyoth or whatever. Partington. Okay, so there's a few out there. Yep, VFL Lentini's done a and How And how mature age are we talking? Oh, Bolton's 28. Sheesh. Schlyoth or whatever he's name, 26. Partington was, was he uh, West Coast? Yeah, I think he was in a couple of years. So he might be 23. And the kid Riccardi, Jake Riccardi from Werribee, he won the, the junior at uh, the best young player. Yep. Well, it's been 13 in a row that if you've got that award you've been drafted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How much pressure yeah, yeah. he's sitting there going Lucky thirteen <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going, There's been thirteen taken. I could be history yeah. if I don't get taken. Yeah, absolutely. And oh, yeah. I'll take it. And then the other smoky I've got sitting there is the kid it was a Brisbane rookie Hamelman. Can't remember his first name. But he's kicked a truckload in the Nophle. I'm just wondering whether someone who needs, you know, a forward mm, a few clubs out there that do that Someone might take him, I reckon, just a bit of a punt on yep. him. I mean, our punt pick last year was all right, wasn't well, no, it? Sydney Stack. Yeah. It's Turned neat. out okay. It's done
2: okay.
1: <laughs> and so this is a pack draft? Yeah. And how does next year go, you reckon? Similar. Yeah,
3: yeah okay. Yeah, it's, I, I wouldn't – I think last year and the year before, it was quite easy to identify the one yep. and two early. Yeah, no, no idea. It's probably half a dozen at this stage from the 16s that are coming up. They're okay. Someone That's will great. jump – someone will grow over some they'll go, what um, – it's and
1: remarkable I, to think that, you know, just they've called out a name and so many lives just completely absolutely. changed. Well, as Choco yeah. said, you absolutely. should
3: walk away a millionaire now.
1: And, and that, that could be someone who's in
3: the top 10, that could be someone who's number 57. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. makes no difference to the number in the end. And you see a lot of guys who even had, you know, didn't like Matty Thomas, you know, my, my good friend Matt, I go into Port. He's him and Daniel Stewart, who was also at Port. Now that uh, Stewie, I'm not sure how many games Snowy played, but Matt played over 100, was a pretty good player. Yep. Went to Richmond, done all right. Matt's got three gyms now and with, with Daniel Stewart and they're doing great guns. Great guns out of it. I mean, Tomo's smart, invested his money, done yeah. all right, bought a house, yeah. got a beautiful son. He's going really well. So you imagine these guys at the top end. Totally. Should walk away. And i got one more for you. The best name in this is oh, yeah. yeah Always trouble. Biggie Newen. Biggie, Biggie Nguyen. Biggie Nguyen. I love him. Sudanese kid, 196 or 198. Can play, but what a great name! That's how how well a... named those parents. Where do you reckon he might go? <laughs> like uh, 40, oh, 50? Yeah, correct. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, great. And again, great. I mean, I saw a really good interview with him. He looks like a genuinely good kid. Yep. Um, and a lot of these Sudanese guys that coming through, you know, look up to Alirale and and Majak and yeah. go, and they've helped so much. And these guys, and you know, geez, they can play. They can mm. got good leaps on them. Yeah, yeah. Athletic. And again, with them, you know, they've come from pretty tough background so mm. they appreciate everything they're getting yeah so they work hard they're like i'm gonna make a good fist of this and i just i just love the name biggie Newham. what a ripper it's like i hope he gets drafted biggie for tall on Biggie biggie yeah. <laughs> for a different reason hey yeah uh, thanks so much mate it's their annual tradition
1: that we yeah, love and adore and we're going to put the uh, top 10 up online yes. so people can get across it and see how uh, close how Craig gets ten out of
0: ten. Yeah, so well, you, what have you done? Eight, you've three done years in we, a row, we've, we've done, done eight out of ten. We've done eight, eight out of ten, eight out of out of ten. Bloody hell, we're
3: good. I think we might go close. I'm not sure about getting him in the right order. Yep. And I'll predict another Richmond premiership. And my, oh, no sorry. And the team that I've got the hardest to read on are the Hawks.
1: Actually, that's a very quick thing to end off. There's no Finn McGuinness in there.
3: Oh, he'll go to Hawks. He's yes. Yeah, okay. him. Good player. Gotcha. And have you seen him? No, no. Just take his head off. He looks like Josh Kennedy with the stoop and all that. Geez, mm. it's just that, you know, little rounded yeah, shoulders. Yeah. You'd be, go and have a look at some vision and remove his head <laughs> and go, do that. That's Josh Kennedy. Please Plays like that. him too. Hawks, Hawks, very, very happy with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And, Oh great! No, it's good. They've, they've done really well. <laughs> <Something> <laughs> more, Sorry it? about but that, but yeah, no, the hardest read though, uh, I wouldn't surprise me to finish top four or miss the eight because yep. it Patton and Frost wow. work, Let's Mitch comes praying. back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we're all praying for one thing, mate. Nah. yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm worried about the four, Pete, but you know, <laughs> 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 yeah, it might be the Tigers. And so. where can people follow you online, Craig? What's your Twitter What's your Twitter? What's your Twitter handle? So uh, you big Coombsy, I think it is. <laughs> big Coombsy Same you can with Instagram. We put the stuff. Do that sort of stuff,
3: but. So yeah, thanks for the opportunity again. I loved on this. Gives me a bit to oh, work. We on. love it. Yeah, it's but, fascinating, uh, fascinating. Great insight. Maybe the last one. Who knows? The health isn't too good. So if it is, thank you everyone for. the uh, I Tend to get some nice notes from people yeah. after after the draft. Yeah, great. <laughs> and some that go Are you idiot <laughs> close. I go, oh well. <laughs> well, I we <laughs> hope good. it's not, mate. No, no. Generally, it's it. No, I, I don't think I. No, I I've never had a, a nasty one from, from anyone from listening to this. So I really appreciate. it. I mean. You, know, you never get any bad ones or anything, No, you? no, never, never. South America loves me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very big over there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, no, very, very uh, so, no, I really yeah. appreciate it, and, uh, and especially the listeners. It's really cool. Thanks uh, for the messages. Great and to have you, and, um, mate. If I'm not here next year, which I <laughs> unfortunately don't think I will be, uh, it's been fun. Thank you, Mr. Rosemax, Mr. Chamberlain, for the opportunity. Gave me something to do throughout the year. Yeah. keep well, me active while I'm working. So I'm not we are going to give
0: you a Gatorade Bukanki <laughs> to send you off. But, uh, I've
3: got iced coffee. And we're going to throw iced coffee over each other right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> going to hit the road. Thanks, Greg. Go, Go Blues. Go Tigers. <laughs>